0: I got a blind dog. Oh, Okay. And a blind I, res dog. That's our.
1: I couldn't tell from your glasses. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they say all dogs look like their owners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a
0: good one. I love that one. Oh. Me and my dog play the piano together. <laughs> yeah. He plays a harmonica. I play the piano. Dan dan Dogs played by Gene <laughs> <G>. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Your dog's played by Jamie Foxx. Yeah, played, played by Jamie. he's a red healer. <laughs> I'm, I'm loading to me. I'm loading to me, a- loadin me. I'm loading to loadin me. A I'm loading to me. I'm loading to me. I'm loading loading to me i am 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 loading to me i do not even know what it means, what it is, what it is, what it is, what it is, what uh, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm loading to loadin me. I'm loading to me. I'm loading to me. I'm loading to me.
1: Alright guys, my next guest on Meat Season 2, the one, the only, the co-host of the award-winning, award-winning Toke Signals Podcast, give it up for Isaiah Lassley! <laughs> yeah, what's up, what's up man? What's up man, how was that intro?
0: Oh, that was good. That was Superb. good. Superb. Thank you brother. Primo, worthy. worthy. If I was unloading meat, that would be like... Uh, a big juicy tomahawk Follow
1: Steak Follow me on Grindr.
0: Tomahawk steak Whoa What did we get here? <laughs> can't All right We can't go a minute Without Indian guy Bringing up a tomahawk <laughs> Already But if I was unloading meat That'd be That'd be stellar It'd be like a good Texas brisket just What are you away. trying
1: to say? Like because I'm bi Within 30 seconds It comes up with dick jokes But with, because you're native Within 30 seconds It comes up with tomahawk <laughs> yeah, jokes? Yeah I already
0: have a tomahawk I had it already unloaded
1: <laughs> Unloaded on
0: that meat Just
1: we're starting off. Yeah,
0: hot. man. Just <laughs> throw a shoulder out, man. Yeah, just, man. Yeah,
1: man. Times are tough.
0: So yes, yes. I the I guess co-host of of the award winning award winning. It was hopefully we'll get back to back. Yeah, because uh, our goal is a trophy for each house. Like uh, my, my co-host ha- already has the trophy. He carries around. We carry around everywhere we go. Yeah, it's Indiana Jones, like bag of sand that's how we carry it we but we're gonna get a second one we're gonna get a second one this year so <laughs> so go out there and vote june 2nd begins nice. i'm, I'm all, we're already i'm already shamelessly shamelessly plugging
1: well by the time this by the yes. time this airs it's totally past june 2nd oh uh, well oh no no <laughs>
0: that's a cloud, oh, okay. like July, man. Well, <laughs> well the good then that's the that's right in the heart of um a voting season a voting season it like stops at like July 31st. All right, so you got a week left. Get it done or I'm holding A China Club, my Facebook group. I'm holding them hostage. <laughs> I'm holding them hostage next time. Cuz I held them hostage next time. I said, "If we don't win, I'm going to cancel this A China Club group." And it was like 4,000 people in that group, and then one day they're just going to be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so, Sorry. <I'm
1: laughs> is it is it like the uh I don't know. We were joking at the clubs last week about the the, the best in Tulsa comedy. Yeah. The award where you could just vote for yourself. <laughs> and everybody at the club was like, I'm the best comedian in Tulsa. Because apparently, like, uh, well, this be, I don't know. It would be all right. Ro- uh, Roscoe's fiance, Katie, mm-hmm. apparently she was winning votes for a little bit. And she was like, know, I'm the best comedian in Tulsa because they was voting for her. <laughs> so she yes. was really getting ranked up. and It's like she's not even a comedian. But it was one of those things where it was like everybody could vote 10 times a day for as many times as they want. And then oh. it's like. Everybody's just voting for themselves. So what is it? Better?
0: Well, the Oklahoma Cannabis Music Awards. It's not like that. <laughs> it's once a day. Okay. You can do it once a day. Get logged in. and um, Sorry,
1: I didn't mean to derail that.
0: Oh, it's all good. Because, yeah, I, I was going to vote for myself 20 times. I was hoping to get a negative vote. Yeah, let's see what we got. Yes.
1: Button, uh, buttons on the side. Buttons on the,
0: buttons on the side. Turn it up. Right there. Oh, Okay.
1: Got that good ratatouille. The good ratatouille. I love it. I love
0: the rat. I didn't mean to accidentally dress <laughs> up like, like I like I'm a reformed. Like I'm a, <laughs> I had a previous
1: life at one time. I was. Like a, I think got like no
0: tattoos though, so it. You, know,
1: you look like a retired hitman at a soccer game. Yes, <laughs> I, I've learned that if
0: you button your top button. Like when you have shirt, like collared shirts, yeah. it just intimidates people for some
1: No, it just makes you think you're a like, fucking... like,
0: Luke Den- like Denzel. I, I compare myself to Denzel Washington. Oh, like I, the
1: equalizer. I just look at it like I just got done rewatching the Kingsman. And so it looks <laughs> like all those fucking British kids with the buttoned up polos. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all the prim and proper
0: book. <laughs> very posh. Yeah, very posh. Yes, I'm not, I, hey, I am no West Ender here. I grew up posh. I can't grow up around where that big giant. Paris wheel is. Oxford. I'm not from it's Manchester not, for crying out loud. Oxford's not brogues.
1: <laughs> yeah, I fucking wear hey dudes.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're, you gotta you gotta start
1: with, start with the
0: bottom, and that's
1: hey dude, hey
0: dude. How, how, did
1: you start on the bottom? Did you get on my grinder profile?
0: You know, I thought that. <laughs> I thought when I got my grinder profile, I thought they were delivering when they were going to deliver six inches and twelve inches to me. I thought grinder was a sandwich app. Hoagies and grinders. And hoagies and grinders. And like, no. Navy, there, beans, Navy a dude, beans, A dude showed up knocking on my door. And I was like, where's the sandwich? He goes, you are the sandwich. I was like, whoa. <laughs> All right, man. This is a misunderstanding.
1: I didn't think I'd get a hoagie or a grinder from <laughs> God dang it. Uh, wow. That's why like, I have material where like you don't see me going into a subway with a name like Jared. <laughs> Ooh. It's already off the territory. Oh
0: man, yeah, that's a, that's too many meatballs.
1: Oh, right there. We, not meatballs
0: too, though. I mean, that's that's garbage. Yeah, I mean, what was the deal with the fucking alien? Like, that's true. <laughs> bullshit.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like when you watch the. Do you remember the the uh, Troll Two? Yes, the famous like HBO Royale.
0: would play Troll Two like randomly. And
1: he has a fly on his fucking forehead. They're eating them, and then he's just doing his entire monologue as he's watching them off screen get eaten or whatever because they can't show it because they're cheap.
0: Have you seen the first Troll? No. The first Troll has, like, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Really? Yes. She is, like, a young Elaine. Damn. Man, I'm telling you what, man. Like, when I was a kid, I loved Seinfeld, but, man. She, uh, you
1: know, Dude, I mean.
0: When you're growing up raging with hormones and you see the only girl, woman on television that's just getting it on with you to see anybody and everybody.
1: You got to see her without the shoulder pads? Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> The dance,
0: the th- with the thumbs. The Elaine. The Elaine dance, yes. So shout yeah. out to uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus.
1: The nineties ni- who- were a weird time for fucking random dances, weren't they? That was the thing. We had the fucking the, the Elaine. We had the Bartman. Uh, the oh the Bartman. Yeah, do the Bartman. The yeah. Urkel? The Urkel. We had the dancing baby from fucking uh Ally Oh shit. Remember that? I, how could
0: you forget Alga Chaka? Uga Chaka. Oh, shit.
1: That baby was fucking everywhere. It was that and the fucking it Taco a, Bell dog. It was like the first Geek Jiff. Yeah, GIF. like it was. Yeah,
0: that baby would just. Mm. For those like that don't circ- know, oh shit, you're,
1: you're not you know above the age of thirty. There was a show called <laughs> Allem McBeal. <laughs> <laughs> All five of you that are watching,
0: yeah. Uh, There's a
1: show called Allem McBeal. I think
0: that demographic probably knows what Allem McBeal yeah. is.
1: Allem McBeal was a show about old, uh, showing for the first time in the '90s that women like to get fucked. Um... They didn't show that a lot. I don't know if you noticed that. Like, they didn't show a lot of like women wanting to get railed a lot in the '90s. Well, I I grew up with Married with
0: Children and like Kelly. That's true. It was was on
1: Fox. It was on Fox. It was on Fox. Fox was always pretty edgy. Fox,
0: you know what? Like people talk about Roseanne being edgy. I thought Married with Children
1: was, yeah,
0: ahead of that curve.
1: Like, I I still give props to Roseanne Barr for what she did. Besides, you know, dropping the the racist comments. Um, but like, you know, I grew up with Roseanne. But it was to me. PG married
0: with children.
1: Yeah. Like you, yeah. Married with Children came before. I love it Psycho a...
0: Dad. I love No Ma'am. I yeah. love um Owls. Uh, <laughs> four four touchdowns in a single game. Uh I mean let's don't let's let's not front here. Peg was, that Peg. was Peg was bad. Peg can get Peg, it. Yeah. Pe, yeah. I mean, come on, man.
1: Katie like, all, can still get it, man. She's oh, fucking hot as hell.
0: Like Leela? Oh. Uh, what is what is she on Futurama? So, I know Sons of Anarchy What's her Oh uh, uh Gemma Gemma
1: Yeah that's what it is Man
0: she's hardcore in that too yeah. Man Katie Seagal
1: I'm just thinking If he hook up with Leela, That's one less lie to get coming
0: Ooh
1: oh, And you know what I'm a gentleman Okay Available hey, now
0: Hey you know what Women and their Women have eyelash bills And it can get up to like A hundred bucks Like These cumbrellas Yeah <laughs> Yeah <laughs> They get expensive. they like like, man, I got to pay 100
1: bucks a month. to keep my eyelashes. I'm like, no. Oh. Coming soon, the Travis Barker remix of yeah. Cumbrella. Yeah, Cumbrella.
0: <laughs> Ella. Ella.
1: Ella. Ella Fitzgerald. No. <laughs> I don't know who Ella Fitzgerald is. Oh, God. Is. I'm just imagining the raindrops of cum. <laughs> She's fucking...
0: Well, that's... <laughs> oh, God. That's why awkward. the French invented them to have, like... Eyelashes or umbrellas? Uh, fake eyelashes, because... Oh. <laughs> I thought you were like, we've been in an umbrella
1: for cum all yes, this time?
0: Yes, that's where fake eyelashes come from, like French prostitutes and shit. French pimp went, you know what, my girls can't get me getting no shot in the eye. So I'm going to have to have something. That, y'all girls going to have to have long eyelashes to catch it.
1: You said it was a French pimp and he turned into Cat Stevens or yeah, Cat well,
0: Williams? No, no,
1: Baguette. Baguette. You put the condom on the bag Yeah, <laughs> condom, condom. Like
0: like real cognac from Condom, France. Draws extra
1: for Eiffel Tower. That turned into fucking... Uh, that turned into Asian. Holy crap. I, of,
0: I once had some... You sure that's
1: not a clam eating?
0: <laughs> I once had some... Uh, I had like cognac one time from Condom, France. Like, it's from Condom. Like, yeah. I was like, man, I really got got a shot of some Condom juice in my mouth. Did it arrive safely? Uh, what? Oh, it, it was good. They're like it was these old French dudes like, "Hey, you want to try this?" Like, nice and protected. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I carried two pocket knives on me at that time, so I was nice and protected then.
1: Like, <laughs> I'll just think it was condom.
0: Oh. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, no, getting, do- said, you getting said drinks a, offered by random Frenchmen. No, like. you said he had a condom, so I was like, is
1: it protected?
0: Did it arrive safely? Oh. I was making condom jokes. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, hey, guys, hey, man, would you want to drink this? No, yeah, I wasn't sure. asking if the cognac uh, fucked you.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is turning into some fucking animated yeah, shit. Yeah, I get We're going wild here. It's getting I'm all, all me, tentacle. Guys. Yeah. We're, we're fucking 15 minutes in. We've only, like, started talking about fucking getting raped in France. Wait, wait. <laughs> cue the Cue the hub. Uh, oh wait (laughs) like it seems like everybody that comes into this show is around the same time we've been kind of starting back this year yeah or starting like to really put it seriously this year and it's like the things are aligning for a lot of us well think about like I mean uh, like socially the
0: pandemic created a lot of divorces like I mean I mean I I, I had a pandemic (laughs) divorce too yeah and so like a lot of us had like some sort of uh Ah, fuck it. Like, you know, like, yeah. what do I got to lose? Like, Truth. mentality. Like, you know, everything, you know, all right, I'm just going to give this comedy thing a shot. And I think people getting placed back into society and stuff, we all kind of had all that at the same time. Yeah. So I think that's, what to me personally, my my hypothesis on why there's a influx of comedy. And plus... Especially around our area, like Tulsa area and stuff. I mean, you know, there's been big budget productions coming in around lately. Yeah, It just sparked up, like, a huge uh,
1: interest. Like, just,
0: yeah. they just, they, like, picked uh, I, up and shoved the rats out.
1: <laughs> I've talked about it on this podcast, dude. Like, that's why I long, I really try to push. You know, it took me almost two years to build this. Mm-hmm. I talked about it off-screen. Off Uh, but I really tried to push to launch unloading meat in February of this year. Like it just started this February of this year. Oh yeah. Um, but I pushed it mostly because when I went to the open mics in January and I met, started meeting people in the scene and I realized like, Hey, I kind of found my people. Like this is where I need to be. Yeah. Um, it changed the direction of this show to where I was like, Hey, instead of trying to do like a one man podcast or two man podcast, try to figure out what this fucking thing was, uh, let's put a spotlight on Tulsa because like, there's so much fucking talent here Yeah. and that's what it turned into and it kind of changed this whole direction of this podcast but then it was like more like man uh i think like you were saying tulsa's on the bubble yeah i truly believe that tulsa is about to be like the next little austin with tulsa king reservation dogs the with the killers on the flower moon oh uh, no. dude like everything oh. that's hitting right now <laughs> it's just well, we're yeah, on the bubble that... you know what i mean like we're like it's like it's so on the bubble i think that if i launched it now and put full force into this and my production and my fucking budget and you know what I mean. I'm just like trying to really push, and go for it. I think that when it finally takes off, because Tulsa is literally about to explode. I think mm-hmm. uh, my goal is for me to be one of the the biggest things in Tulsa to where if, when a like a touring comedian like a Bobby Lee or somebody that comes in, come on and let me meet, promote it because like with Bricktown coming out, I want to be like one of the podcasts that like Bricktowns like send people to. You know what I mean? So I'm just trying to build that platform to really get that going.
0: Man, to me personally. <laughs> Since I've only been doing comedy for just a little bit, yeah. Like, man, <laughs> you know when you say like when people start comedy like, man, your your act stinks. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love that part. Yeah. I love the part where the bombs and sucking. I love like just learning from all of that because you know what you learn, you learn what doesn't work, and yeah. you learn what works, and that's the be- the journey, the yeah. journey of all this, like and even if you do a good set to me to me personally it's just never enough like yeah. I, I have a constant like i did it's this wrong addiction, right? i did this wrong i need to i need to correct this and like it's a constant it's an ocd
1: person's like fucking nightmare
0: and luckily it's, i'm not ocd it's <laughs> it's
1: therapeutic and stressful at the same time yes like there's nothing else like it for me performing is just it's performing like i don't know you, you were there last night yeah uh I did the thing about the fucking pronouns. I don't know if you heard me say that fucking shit. Like I don't know. Uh, there's a lot. I'm not gonna name it. There, there's a lot of pronoun jokes. Yeah. Like I don't know. I've heard like 50 people that are like, my pronouns are, insert punchline. I'm not not knocking anybody. I've just I've heard a lot.
0: No one's ever said their verbs. Yeah. My verbs are jump.
1: Well, my my, run, my thing is now is if, I, if if I ever bomb or something's not working or flying, I'm like, oh fuck, this is Tulsa comedy. I'm sorry. Um. Something something pronoun joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good fodder. Yeah, that's good. That's good
0: comedic fodder. Yeah. Just to fuck with them, you know, like real good, like yeah, fiber. Yeah, it's good fiber for for comedy. Is yeah, the the pronoun jokes. Yeah, no one does a person, place, or a
1: thing. <laughs> a regular noun joke. My adverbs are my helping verbs. Yeah. Ooh, helping verbs.
0: I can't wait till people start diagramming sentences and comedy like subject predicate you know how how do we break how do we diagram the sentence
1: i mean there's a few of them in the scene that do that and then just don't get to the punchline yeah
0: surely sh- <laughs> english method is
1: to- i forgot about the sh- damn yeah deep yeah, cut.
0: yeah deep cut yeah man, man. I'm, I'm a great expectation school i'm a woodland i'm a woodland cougar for life and we are great expectation schools and we didn't live up to us half of us but uh,
1: fucking But but the other half,
0: they did a good job. <laughs> I was the, um, I had it in my class. You got ranks and stuff. Yeah. And I was like ranked ninth out of 53 kids. Like, Damn. My grades were like, I wanted to know who were those dumbass kids. <laughs> that was 50, 51, 52. At least I was a 49. At least you could count. I the 51, was a 49. 52. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, yo, oh, hey, hey. But man, I wasn't a fifty. I wasn't a fifty-one. I I was straight up. I was like a G. I was like in bingo. I'm G forty-nine. Man, like a G.
1: Jokes on you. They were counting my golf (laughs) rules, by strokes. Yeah, Uh, available on Grinder. But Um, I,
0: you know what? I'm a kind of person that got a D in Native American cultures, and (laughs) and today, right now, I work at a at the Osage Cultural Center. How does a man that gets a D in Native American cultures ends up working at a cultural center?
1: That's like they show the clip of the the latest trailer for the new Spider Verse movie. Yeah, and it shows Miles getting in trouble at school, and they're talking about his grades, and his, you know his mom's Hispanic, and he gets a like a D in Spanish, and she's like, "What?" <laughs> she flips the fuck out because you know she's Spanish, and he knows full Spanish, but she, you know he can't do it in class. Here, here's
0: the thing in this: when I was in fifth grade. Back in the day, they had the Iowa basic skills test. You know, the standardized testing. Yeah. And they. Oh, yeah. I. They they said the worst thing they could say to somebody before you take a test. This doesn't count against your grade. I said, okay, Wrong. Yeah, wrong. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. Because I bombed it. (laughs) I managed to. Like it, it dumbfounded him how many I got wrong. <laughs> like there is no way this guy got them all wrong. How did he get them all wrong? That's maniacal. Like he still feel. I took the time to fill out <laughs> the circles. I didn't know what I filled out. Yeah. I was just singing like C A B B D A B D C B A. Like just being a being a dumbass eleven year ten eleven year old kid. Just like
1: yeah. It's like that scene in Speed Racer when he fills it out and it just says like "Go fast."
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> I-, I filled. I did. I did all my basic skills test, and I just <laughs>
1: nobody wants to fuck Speed Racer.
0: I, I, I fucked it off and like doodled. I wanted to draw Street Fighter Two doodles. Like as soon as I got done, because it had to sit there anyway, so I was just drawing Street Fighter Two. Okay, standard test. We're done. The next school year, I go to sixth grade, and they. Said, "All right, we need you, you, you." And they, I noticed all the kids they were naming off were a bunch of dumbass kids. Spoiler but, alert! Yeah, spoiler alert. And then they go, Isaiah, you too. I was like, "What? What do you want me for?" Well, they put me in special reading. I was in special <laughs> reading my whole sixth grade wait, year.
1: Wait, wait. When you say special reading, did you mean? Special reading. Oh, yeah. I'm
0: talking group home. My mama, my daddy, my daddy. What? My mama, my daddy.
1: What
0: My mama. I don't know if
1: I can even laugh at that,
0: but I'm laughing. What you mean? Like, you mean your mom and your daddy? Yeah, yeah, my mama, my mama, my daddy. Anyway, I've been, I worked group homes 15 years. Turned into Bobby Boucher. Oh, yeah, my daddy. Little Down Syndrome, dude. Like, my mama, my daddy. And so, anyway, they put me a special reading for. Bad, yeah, bad with the bad kids. Like, okay, and what was were... the
1: song? Well, I'm totally off track right now. What was the the fucking rock song that uh, the dude had in a stutter? He worked it in. Um, uh, uh, George
0: Thurgood? Bad no, to um, the Bone.
1: Ain't seen nothing yet. Ain't seen nothing yet. Baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. He's stuttering through it. No shit. Yeah, if you he worked it into a song. That's actually his stutter. When life throws you lemons, yeah. When he's like, "You ain't thinking no 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 nothing like that." It's actually him stuttering during the <laughs> fucking Yeah, Yeah, it's this one hit wonder. It ain't the
0: Georgia satellites, is it? No, no. Oh shit. So anyway, they like had us all read out loud and shit, and so the guy Isaiah, you read, and I just read it out loud like, blah like, like. My my teacher, my especially uh, Bach- Bachman Turner Overdrive. Bachman Turner Overdrive. Babe. I said, how come you're not stutter when you read? I was like, because uh, I can read? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you mean? Yeah. I, like and they're like, my teacher looked at me and went, what are you doing in here? Like, what do you mean? They're like, you can read pretty well. I was like, yeah. They go, how did you do? How did you flunk that test? Oh, yeah, I just do the little test. I didn't care. <laughs> like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, you guys told me this test does not count against your grade. So what do I got to lose? Yeah. They like, go, Isaiah, you got to do that because that's standardized testing. They know where to put you the next year. <laughs> and I didn't know it, but teachers, like my buddy, my co-host's wife is a teacher. Yeah. And she said they can't stand kids that bring, like,
1: Bring the curb down. Oh,
0: I brought the curb down so low they probably didn't get funding the next year because Isaiah, like one student, got a zero, and like, oh, right, well, oh, we don't, we uh, don't, we don't get yeah. funding anymore because.
1: Isn't that fucked up that our teachers are basically rated like how fucking? Uh, I used to work at Self. Yes,
0: course. our job. They're so I knew the power of the... To survey. The, like the power out. that the teachers have, they don't have the power. The students have the power because all you got to do is bomb the fucking tests you hear if that, they, you, hear yes, that kids? you hear that kids bomb the tests i mean no wait no no kids do good on tests don't be yeah. like
1: me because you know I, I took a also with the climate of how many fucking massacres are happening at schools maybe we shouldn't tell them to start adding bombs to the list oh <laughs> um how how would we put that um do like my set and not very good on the test <laughs> My comedy set—it's a total bomb. If you're gonna bomb at school, make sure it's sponsored by the Evalde Police Department.
0: Oh, oh. whoa, Evalde. man—that's the most chicken shit, dudes. Yes, yeah. like
1: that's, you got all—you
0: got—you uh, got armor. You got guns too. I mean, obviously, those little kids in there ain't got no, ain't got the. No. well, one of them. well, the shithead, too soon. the sh- <laughs> the shithead shooting at. But those little kids in there—they ain't got no armor. They ain't got no weapons or nothing. They're in there too. What do you? What are you, grown men who are? You know what they have, Isaiah?
1: They have everybody's thoughts and prayers. Yes, thoughts and prayers.
0: Now I, I pay bills with thoughts and prayers. Now, yeah, I pay bills with that. I get a lot of.
1: I I want to say if you uh, use thoughts and prayers as lube and see if it works. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. I'm writing that down. Oh I yeah, bet.
0: put it in Viagra too. That's some thoughts and prayers too. It's a secret ingredient Viagra. Thoughts and prayers. And put it in lube, thoughts and prayers? Viagra. And lube. Thoughts Viagra. and prayers. That's See, well, got, it's also fix a flat. Fix a flat's the key ingredient, Viagra.
1: Oh, I thought you were trying to use fix a flat for fucking lube. That's fucking oh, dangerous.
0: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> fix a flat ass. Now what what is the top of the line market for lube? Is it like the K obviously KY. I mean Yeah. If or, you want to buy it's like buying Kleenex. You want to buy tissue, it's Kleenex. It's, yeah.
1: You know, KY, K-Y is, is that the Coca Cola. I mean, the,
0: yeah. I mean, who who is the Pepsi?
1: Who would be the Pepsi um, of, of the Lube? That would be Astroglide. <laughs> the good, the old staple Astroglide.
0: <laughs> Johnson <laughs> and Johnson. Might as well
1: use some fucking Crisco.
0: No. <laughs> I don't want no Johnson and Johnson because you know, I don't want Johnson, Kansas, some sort of dick cancer from Johnson putting, Johnson from and looming up with the
1: old. Uh, with those Johnson and Johnson. Hey, here. if you if you jerk off with Johnson and Johnson, it's always a three way.
0: Whoa, hiyo! I can't do it.
1: It just got that baby duck on that on that bottle, and I, I I just feel terrible. I just like oh baby duck. Yeah, I felt the same time the same way. I used that fucking uh, sunblock with the little kids and their ass hanging out.
0: And the duck just winks at me and says, "Put it on my bill." I
1: was like, "All
0: right, yeah, <laughs> yep." I listen to Drake when I do that. So, oh really? Yeah, Drake duck. Yeah, I was trying to get a,
1: Yeah, good, good duck joke. Yeah, that's mallard. Uh, <laughs> good oh, duck, punk. man. Dude, we're doing. Dude, we're already thirty minutes in. Wow, already. Dude, this is fucking. I gotta give you props. Like, all right, all right. I'm gonna I'm I'm take a puff. Go I'm ahead. A, I'm gonna puff on this. Yeah. All
0: right, all right. What else? What else you got? You got any questions, comments? Uh, you were gonna I, talk
1: I, about this shit. Like you were kind of amazed. So, uh. On the side of the air. Oh, there it is. Uh, looking around the room, what were some of your childhood things that you were into? That you know, do you see anything that you were into back in the day?
0: Oh, it's all it's
1: all Power Rangers all the time. <coughs>
0: when I was a kid, I was into martial arts movies, just like every other kid my age. So, it's a product of the times. Like, let's see if we can do Power Rangers. Yeah, we see a little bit of Power Rangers instead. Let's see right here. Like, right, right, oh right. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. you got. I remember the first season. I was like, okay? What? How come they don't have a Green Ranger?" And then all of a sudden, the next season they had the Green Ranger. Yeah. And holy shit! Uh, I
1: don't know if you've noticed,
0: but uh, Jason David Frank. So, uh, yeah, we'll there's just, only we'll, one green. We're gonna do a single for that. Uh, oh yeah! That, oh yeah! Get it in. Get there. around the shit tribe. Get up too. in it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that sparks up a lot of childhood memories. Like I remember because uh, who who else came out like around
1: that time?
0: Cause X Men, I, I don't know if X Men and Man
1: series was there around the same time. And yeah. Spider Man.
0: Because I was like, uh, what was that, ninety two or? 91? Were you a Fox Kids Three. I, I was Fox kids big time. Uh, after school, there was this little girl who like ran in her treehouse and shit, and showed like Fox cartoons after school. It was like the afternoon clubhouse. I even joined Fox Kids Clubhouse, Fox Twenty Three Kids Clubhouse, and like
1: I joined the newsletter. Dude, I got the quarterly, dude. We're so bonding right now because I did the same thing, and then I even joined the Fox 23 Simpsons Club. Oh. And I won the contest, and I won the fucking, like, Simpsons prize pack from, like, like turning in your... Remember when you had to send, like, a postage? Yeah. You had to, like, send in the postcard with a fucking stamp and shit like that and turn in the fucking submissions before internet? I did that, and I won a Simpsons prize pack and, like, got all the shit from Simpsons. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's for Fox 23. I love that shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a Fox 23 kid.
0: Yeah, so I... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely... I had the newsletter. I had.
1: Uh, what is that? I mean, I'm. <sighs> I joined the, uh, the Jason David Frank, the the Tommy Oliver, whatever it was, the Mighty, the Power Rangers Karate School. It was on VHS. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you got to be like having your own little like membership badge. And like it was like him teaching you 30 minutes how to do fucking. Yeah. Hey, as he kicked That was all his fucking lessons
0: When I was a kid I, I took karate I took two karate lessons I took karate too
1: Because of Power Rangers
0: Cause, Well it was before Power Rangers okay. It was like I was like watching Bloodsport And kickboxer and shit And so like I go to take my karate class They sign me up I'm like Alright When are we going to fight And they're like No And so they like they made me Be in a room And I had I had to do like a thousand kicks I was like This ain't for me I'm, I, I don't want to I don't want to learn how to kick yeah. I just want to learn how to fight Yeah I was a little kid and I was smaller than everybody. Yeah. And like I was always wanting to fight around. So
1: So like uh I was raised by a dad who loves westerns and stuff like that. Oh yeah. And so I got into power and powering started in ninety three. I was oh, I, yeah. I was five. Uh it changed my life and I was into karate and stuff like that. And then right around that around that time, Walker Texas Ranger came out.
0: Oh shit! Yeah. That's both worlds. Yeah,
1: and my dad was into that because you know Chuck Norris, fucking you know he had the cowboy hat and shit. Yeah. So then we both got into karate, and we went to karate for like a year. And uh, I, because I wanted to be the Green Ranger, and he because something something Chuck Norris. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess we got out of it because it turned into this weird like. Looking back, there's some weird fever dreams about it. But like, yeah. Have you ever seen like the, the instructors that like walk on your stomach? <laughs> Like, have you seen that thing? I don't know if you've ever seen, noticed that. Like, <laughs> so, like, they would have this thing where, like, you all line up and you try to, like, tighten up your core. Mm-hmm. And they would, like, all one by one, like, step on your stomach and then walk off. Yeah. And there was supposed to be, like, some kind of lesson thing. And my dad was just like, why the fuck are you doing this to the kids? Like, <laughs> like and then we were like, yeah, we're done. <laughs> we just stopped one day. <laughs> well, because, I mean, it just got, it was, like, kind of like, this is kind of awkward. I've,
0: have you seen uh, The Art of Self Defense? No. It's, um,
1: the guy who played um, what a dummy wondered before my sexual You,
0: uh, Z- Zombie Land, uh, not Woody Harrelson, but the 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 curly headed guy, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg, and it's about like karate and and dojo life. Oh, really? And like you know, there's a whole subcult culture of dojos that yeah, like master and like people want people want to follow somebody for yeah. like, and people want to be masters yeah you know so it's uh but man that movie's intense it's about dojo life and
1: like why why do people do i mean you trade a karate gi for a fucking leather collar and leash and we got the same thing
0: but i was getting back to that like when i did karate (laughs) yeah um i all i know after that but i my, my dad gave me a new pair of shoes and then he took me down to the Pahuska Matt wrestling room. And he goes, all right, put those shoes on and go out there with your friends. And that's how I, I learned wrestling as a little kid. Like, I wrestled for years, like maybe four or five years Yeah, growing up. So I was like, man, I didn't do karate. I just wrestled all the time. So that was part of my childhood is <laughs> wrestling and football and baseball. So I was just always playing sports and stuff. But yeah, I always watching like, because I couldn't wait to get off, like, football practice to go watch Power Rangers. Because we started playing, like, full pads football. Yeah. At that age, like, I was, like, nine or ten. And so, I was, like, man, Power Rangers is on. Why we at practice on a Saturday when Power Rangers is on? Like, it was, like, a special episode. Like, yeah. That was when it first came out. It was, like, when the Power Rangers fought that pig. Yeah. Yeah. F- yeah F- that was, F- like, F- one F- of the first episodes, like, when it first premiered out. Like, that was, dang, that was a long time ago. That was.
1: I want to get there's a there's a box set Hasbro has and it has that fucking pudgy pig. Yeah. And it has him with like the fucking like all the submarine sandwich and everything that you can buy. And it's like stir it's like packaged in a lunchbox. I kind of want it. I think it's got a fucking cool. So like where like Angel Grove. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, you
0: I would not be if I was an insurance. Yeah. I would not insure Angel Grove at all. Like what yeah. that town is just it's, fucked. It's fucked every week. Like yeah. somehow some sort of gigantic monster and these gigantic robots fight each other in this city did you watch the uh 2017
1: movie
0: uh yes i did i Uh, went i went and saw it with cherokee heat
1: i i I have the poster i have the poster on my wall in the theater over there oh yeah yeah like it's like it's it's not the greatest movie but i'm a power ranger fan yeah and you know i got the poster from the actual like it was from the imax like actual theater i like i got it from that theater so like that's why i have it yeah but like do you remember the Krispy Kreme?
0: Krispy Kreme. What,
1: what, Do you, remember, you You watched the movie, right? Yeah, I watched. I mean, I I saw it in okay. theaters. Okay, so I don't know if you remember, but they had, leading up to it, they had Power Ranger Krispy Kreme donuts that you can get Krispy Kreme. What? And each one had a different, like, power stone, basically. Written on. It was like, it, they were just glazed donuts, mm-hmm. and they had a different, you know, red, pink, yellow, blue, black, you know, little Power Ranger lightning bolt on them. Well, that turned into, I don't know if you noticed, go back and watch that movie. They say the word Krispy Kreme like almost a hundred times. Yeah, you got who you think paid for the movie? Yeah, like there's an entire plot point in that movie where Rita Repulsa's like, where is the shark, wherever the fuck they're looking for? And they're like, it's under the Krispy Kreme. And she's like, Krispy Kreme? And then she goes and eats a fucking donut at the Krispy Kreme as Goldar is destroying this town. Oh, and yeah. it's an entire Krispy Kreme commercial for like uh, 20 minutes. Goldar,
0: yeah. I like the voice of the show. I love Goldar. Uh, you Power Rangers. Don't fuck with the man made of gold. He was a pimp. Yeah. I mean, he was a pimp. Like, Especially when he got the wings. Oh, yeah. Although, uh, I gotta say,
1: when they gave him the wings, he turned into a pussy. Yeah. Like, low-key. Goldar season one was scary.
0: Yeah. He was intimidating. I yeah.
1: Think. And then, same with Lord Zed. Remember Lord Zed? Yes. Lord Zed is still one of my all-time favorite character designs. Like, but
0: he, he has, like, exposed, like, it seems like he has exposed, like, nerves and, and, like, flesh. Like, he has no skin. Like, it seems really... Like it's Yeah.
1: Right. That right there, guys. Okay. Yeah I don't know. I love this character design. That
0: Lord Zed's fishy tissue. Like it looks like it's starting to get necrosis. Like it's not it doesn't look it doesn't look fresh. It doesn't look like that fresh unloading meat. Yeah. Like, you know, you want the good tissue. That looks like it's kinda oh man. Well Zed, like- you get could-
1: Better get that checked. I don't know if you know. As like, so I'm a big Power Ranger nerd, like I'm a, I, obviously, yeah. But like I, I, I know the history of it and you know ins and outs and where it came from in Japan and stuff like that, and stuff like that, and like all the behind the scenes stuff. Like Bandai, yeah, Bandai. Uh, fucking Lord Zedd debuted. He's an original character. He's not from the original Japanese show. Mm-hmm. It's an original suit and everything for fucking season two. They wanted a the new big bag because they got rid of Rita because they were running out of footage. Ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> So they made a new be- big bad, and they made him super scary, and then all the moms wrote in because the kids were having nightmares and shit, and then I don't know if you noticed, but in season three, all the villains became fucking just, like, three stooges. Yeah. Like, Lord Zed took a love potion and got in love and married to Rita Repulsa, and they became campy husband and wife. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And then Goldor got his wings, and then he started fucking running around with fucking her brother. Like it's just that they, they the moms got pissed because they're like, This is too violent already because of the fucking karate.
0: Now, how did the dude make the clay monsters? Oh, yeah. Monsters out. He made the monsters yeah. out of clay. Like, woohoo, I made up a, a pig that looks to eat. Okay, woo-hoo- this is gonna turn into a total
1: f- like fucking Hasbro thing. Yeah. But like, okay. I'm a big into the Hasbro folk and fucking figures. That's the guy you're talking about, right? Yeah, that's Finster. Yeah, Finster's always up to no
0: good. Always making monsters.
1: Look at the detail in this thing when you open it up. Oh yeah, it has the fucking clay things where you can see where they, where he's making them. Yeah, and they all fall out. Fuck.
0: Like, what if all he wanted to do was create life, create a golem, yeah. if you will, out of clay, and he wrote messages inside of him to grant his wishes.
1: Bass. Yeah, yeah, I, I, but just, read a
0: read a repulsive. Perversed his dream of creation.
1: I love these figures, man. I, I, I don't know. This shit just like, it makes me happy.
0: So, wait, now she was locked up on the moon, right?
1: Yep. She was up on the moon. Like, well, oh, yeah, well, how'd she get on the moon? Like? Sp- space dumpster. Really? It's literally called a space dumpster. Space dumpster. Yeah. it... Th- I shit you not. They call it a space dumpster. And it's a fucking trash can sealed. And then like the opening credits of the first episode is uh two astronauts landing on the moon and they open it up. Yes. And, it, and she's like, after ten thousand years I'm free. Time to conquer Earth. Yeah, I could probably quote the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that's the open that's very yeah. open. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. Go go. Yeah. Go go Power
1: Rangers. Alpha, bring me five teenagers with attitude.
0: Yeah, why why? Why does a Ten thousand, at least ten thousand year old man. Yeah, like why would he need teenagers with attitude? With attitudes? With like, why would he need? Why not get some grown ups? Why give it to just a limited amount of kids? Like, why not
1: have like a full regiment of Power Rangers? Like, I kind of want to do a spoof of that. Like, what if we actually got teenagers for Power Rangers? Yeah, and like every thirty minutes, the boys just have to go off and jerk off. Yeah, <laughs> God
0: dang. <laughs> I would say like they would make TikTok videos about their Power Ranger and like when the putties come out and they do a TikTok dance floating. together.
1: <laughs> and they they do a the Megazord does a yeah, dab
0: yeah. Like and what one season they had putties and all you had to do was touch their chest. Yeah, all, the Z putties. Like
1: yeah. why 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 like
0: is that, uh, that makes it too easy. Like yeah. boop. Like it's not even a, not even fun anymore. And either. those
1: were the more powerful versions yes. of the original putties, but they had armor and a. Push button. Yes, all they had was a button. You they know, literally, those self putties, those putties had the staples, that was easy button on their yeah. chest. That was easy. Yeah. That was easy. That was,
0: like, I don't even need, I don't even need to be, I, do I even need to be here? I can get a couple of neighborhood kids with some sticks. <laughs> yeah. With broom handles. With attitude. With, with attitude. Click, all right, kids, there's some putties down. Get some neighborhood kids with attitude. Yeah, get, I need some neighborhood kids with attitude. Go down by the creek, there's
1: putties all around there. Click. Sorry, Zordon. Alpha tried. He couldn't find five teenagers with gratitude, but we found five tweens with Down Syndrome. <laughs>
0: mama, mama, daddy. <laughs> Ma, mama, mama? Yes. Mama,
1: daddy. Hey, mama, mama, daddy. Mama, hey, mama, black They're all the Blue Ranger because yeah, I like, the yeah. park to the handicap? <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Unlearning Me is not brought to you by your favorite language learning app, such as Duolingo. But it could be. It it really could be, guys. Duolingo is amazing, and if you don't take your lessons, no, nothing will happen to my fam family, right? Duolingo, please, please, guys, please, please, use the app, please. I, I, I miss my kids. I, I miss my kids.
0: The tomahawk steak of unloading meat is today. Okay, how do you like your steak made? I like my
1: steak just rare.
0: I, rare. Like it. Yeah, I like
1: Full it. rare? Full rare. Not I'm a little... I got a little, I have to be medium rare. Yeah. I'm close, but yeah. So, are you a grill? Do you like to grill, or do you like to cook, or anything like that, or do you just like to eat? I, you know what? I like to grill. I don't like to eat. Okay. I can't... Due to the
0: medication I have to take nowadays, Like, I cannot process red meat like I... I can eat it sparingly, but I can't eat it like I used to, because I was eating... i was I eat a steak every day. Yeah. And not ever... But like, yeah, I, I got to lower my red meat, but I love cooking. It. Yeah, I like cooking more than, um, than eating. Reverse
1: more. sear, reverse sear. That's the okay. All right, so I knew that's my method. I've been learned. I learned that on a Sam the Cooking Guy that, yeah. uh, is on YouTube, and that was how he always cooked the steaks. And once I learned that, dude, you can mass produce steaks and never bur- fucking burn them or go over temperature, and it fucking works so well. When I don't I, know if you ever done it.
0: When I see people grill steaks like over like really heavy fires. And they just burn burn their meat. Yeah. Like, I'm
1: like. So, see, with this, you can do that, but it doesn't burn it.
0: Well, I mean, because you already got it cooked. You're not. Yeah. You already got the innards already. Yeah. The inside. All you need is that. Just that little bit. Not yeah. like try throwing cold, like a non-baked steak. Yeah. You know, pre-cooked steak on there. Like, and then, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I, it's I, garbage. I, I
1: go low and it's, it's low, like 275 heat on a wire grill. I just salt and pepper or, you know, season my steak on the outside and then uh, throw it in there for like 12 minutes. And then for rare, it'd be like 85 degrees. You want to get up to just, mm-hmm. you know, really low. And then all I do is I preheat my grill out there and I get it like fucking 600, 700 degrees. Like fucking fucking hot.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Get clean there like that while I'm doing that. And then I can cook a whole sheet pan of steaks if I wanted to and do whatever I want. They're in the fucking oven for 12 minutes. I can do whatever I want and I don't have to watch them. And then twelve minutes or so they're done, I pull them out and all I have to do is just finish them one minute on each side on the on the grill and it's done. And they come out crispy and perfect and they're perfectly up to temperature. And I don't have to do, watch them or fucking, you know, babysit them or anything. Yeah. And once I figure that because like I'm a big proponent of like the less is more of like what's the easiest way I can do this, but the most efficiently way. You know what I mean? Like it's so why I can kinda enjoy the moment. Cause like back in the day I used to love like having people over and like, hey, I'll go cook for a dinner for you guys and stuff like that, and hang out. Then it turned into, like, I never got to hang out because I'm fucking cooking and cleaning and doing all the shit, and then everybody's coming over to talk to me in the kitchen. I'm freaking out because I'm trying to fucking worry about this fucking dinner and shit. You know, just too many steps is what I was trying to say. I was trying to figure out ways to simplify it. Yeah. And when I was doing that kind of shit, it was uh just ways of doing it. And once I figured out that method, it was like, man, this is so much easier to cook steak. And it it's perfect every time, and it fucking tastes perfect and juicy, and just mm, now I'm hungry for steak. Yes. We're getting high, and I'm fucking getting niche. hungry. No, I you know? take a
0: poo. Yeah. I get on that We start talking about weed Oh shit. man talk about weed yeah. to, And a weed and steak Yeah this time the steaks uh, Are even higher <laughs>
1: <laughs> Now I'm like So then I got my air fryers i like Fucking Dude I love my air fryer That fucking thing Is a game changer I think in the last Like five years or whatever Since air fryers Became more common That fucking thing I don't know if you have one What's that? An air fryer I wish I had an air fryer Dude Go to Walmart I can't stress this enough Spend like a hundred bucks Go to Walmart. I have that one underneath my microwave, and it's a three-tiered like, uh, like a tray one. Mm-hmm. And it's a air fryer, dehydrator, broiler, anything you want to throw at it. Just all in one box. They're like 100 bucks now. But I can throw in uh two-day-old pizza or McDonald's french fries or anything like that, and in five minutes they taste brand new. Like, you can reheat french fries, and they taste like they're fucking crispy again. So no more soggy french fries when you come up the next day. Don't give like me that. hope. Don't give me hope, Jared. But like ninety percent of my cooking now, is I throw my tater tots or my fucking French fries or whatever I want for a side, just throw them in the air fryer and then I go grill, and then they're done and they're perfect. You know, like when
0: Hawkeye told told Black Widow, don't like, give me hope. Don't give me hope. Yeah. Don't don't do that. Don't don't give me, don't give <laughs> yeah. me some sort of hope to look forward yeah. to, like for an air fryer. I can't have those kinds of things in my life. Right after he butchered everybody with the crowns, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean that, that. They did, man. Can I just say thank. Good. Okay. How did you feel about the Hawkeye show? Did you watch it? Yes, I li- I liked it. I I, I, mean, liked, I it.
0: liked certain parts of it, and there's some parts. I was it was
1: like... a B plus show to me. It was a good B plus show. It was, a, it was a, well. I mean, I honestly think a lot of Phase Four has been kind of like just okay. It's been good, but it hasn't been fantastic, in my opinion.
0: Endgame was the pinnacle. It was for me. For me. For me personally,
1: like I would say, the good encore was Spider Man No Way Home. Like that was good too, in my opinion. That was a good on-floor teaser. Have you read? seen Guardians yet? Not three, no. Okay,
0: I haven't seen that yet, because the only two Marvel characters I really, like, really like is uh, Captain America and uh, Rocket. Okay. The raccoon, and everyone else is just... Yeah. Because, like, Captain America is, like, a a, a pure soul. Like, yeah. he was a, a tiny person who got beat up, you know, given an opportunity to... Protect others, not kill others, but protect yeah. protect who can't defend themselves.
1: So he has that moral empathy. You, you want to yeah. know my uh, my favorite? Rocket's
0: just an asshole. I, I, I love Rocket. And Rocket's just Rocket. Bradley Cooper plays plays yeah. him perfectly. Yes.
1: Uh, you want to know my favorite Captain America scene in all the movies? What's that? And it's probably going to be the weird. You'll never see it coming, but it I, I, it means so much to me. I don't know. It, it just it, 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 to me it, it completely signifies or um, uh, embodies who captain america is it's an end game mm-hmm. but it's early on when he's in the fucking uh the uh what's it called the uh the therapy session the therapy session that's what yeah. i'm talking about and he's sitting there hosting the therapy session that sam used to do basically or the grief session basically yeah yep. but you know sam taught him about those things and then it's the guy next to him who's coincidentally the director of the show yeah, For the movie is talking about how he like he met a new guy and he's having a it's a gay couple. Mm-hmm. and They're talking the story and he's just like it's great that you're finding happiness and peace. Like he just accepts it right away and it's like this is a dude from the '30s that's in a fucking therapy session hosting a therapy session and he's like counseling this guy grieving over his lost gay you know you know and finding new gay love. Yeah, and I'm like. That's fucking Captain America right there. The dude that just fucking like, I'm here for everybody. Yes. That, like it's you know what I
0: mean? Like for America. Yeah, all Americans exactly. ha- have, have
1: the right to
0: express themselves, yeah. regardless if you don't agree with it or yeah. not.
1: I think Captain America should always express hope. Yes, that's that's what he is. He's a symbol. He's a symbol of what we could possibly be. Exactly. With, when we have good American moral fiber. Or just good moral fiber. Well, I mean, what's what's the American dream? If not for hope. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean like, well, we that, should have, we should hope for an American. That's what, that's for. what, that's what, uh, that's some inspirational. We got deep here. Right that's now. what sold us on the Obama campaign was yeah. hope. Yeah. Like, and maybe, that, that maybe. Bomb poster. Ob- that poster. Whoever designed that poster with the red, white, and blue and the hope. Yeah. Like, that's a, that is a fucking, that's like, I iconic. like Ike. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's up to that. Like, man. Yeah. yeah. Or the swastika. Um, <laughs> Now,
0: all right, let's break down the swastika. Because I swastika- don't know if we really want to break down. No, no, no. Because some- you know what, we gotta get to one thing straight. we do not only mean the top five swastikas. We have <laughs> to. We have to reeducate the public on what the swastika was before the Nazis. Yeah, but it's been claimed.
1: What? <laughs> it's been claimed. Uh, man, I think we it- can't take it back. Man, it wasn't
0: claimed. It was appropriated. <laughs> because you know what, Native Americans had that symbol. It was the 45th Infantry of the uh, the Oklahoma 45th Infantry. That was their original. Thunderbird was the, was it wasn't the swastika. It's the peace symbol. It's a, It's the a yeah. symbol of peace. So really, like Hitler liked ours and some other cultures' of style, bit off of it, appropriated the swastika, perversed it, and made it backwards. Yeah, that's what.
1: I mean, he sucked at art. Yeah. <laughs> we know this. <laughs> He fucking is basically... Of course. He, of course. It's all... <coughs> it's all a rude... Because uh, he's mad about his art and not he, being terrible. Just imagine if fucking... If he was alive today. Well, I hope not. And he just had... You know, <laughs> if not, was all, he was he a all, all he needed was an AI generator, and he would have fucking been good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Hitler,
0: man. <laughs> you know...
1: Well, I hope... That's the proudest part I have about my shitty jeans is, like, I don't know if you noticed, like, I'm trying to grow my beard back out. I shaved it in yeah. between seasons. Uh, I wanted a fresh, you know, in between seasons, I was like, man, I wanted a fucking new face and everything. I just shaved everything. Yeah. Um, But I can't grow right here because, of my, I don't know, my genetics or whatever, I just can't grow right here. So, uh, like, I just can never grow the Hitler. Yeah. So I'm kind of proud of that. Like that's the one spot I'll never fucking be able to. Call. Like, no, Charlie. You're never, you're never gonna see a hidden like Halloween picture twenty years from now. It's like, hey, he dressed up as Hitler one day. No, nope. one day he was
0: Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Didn't.
1: I'm, it's not like no. So, gonna... so no Chaplin then. No, you no Chaplin. I'm All never right. gonna be like Justin Trudeau and do the blackface.
0: <laughs> I probably will get in trouble for, uh, you know, for uh, it's gonna come out of, It's been in my Facebook profile too. Um, I went as a. Uh, uh, an, an Orthodox man, an okay. Orthodox Jewish man for Halloween. I had the curls and the hat, and I had, I had the suit and everything. I had, I had gold chains on, and I was I was Jew chains. <laughs> I was like, man, that was my rapper name. Because, you know, at the time, I knew there was probably some Jewish guy out there in an Indian outfit. So we just kind of canceled each other out. <laughs> Like, tried it out. Like, I I I mean, I was like, Juke Chains. And, like, my, my cousin was a piece of bacon. And then, like, oh together, Jew Chains and bacon was a fight, crime-fighting duo. And, like, at first we didn't get along with each other because it just wasn't kosher. Oh, and my then, like, God. I, I, was like, uh, yeah. I was working out the kosher. Yeah, oh, my yeah. head. Hey, I already had the kosher. Like, I said, something about you bacon I don't like. <laughs> Jew Chains, same here. It was, like, almost like Riggs and Murtaugh at the beginning of Lethal Weapon too crispy for this shit
1: (laughs) too crispy like an old (laughs) dried up bacon (laughs) speaking of Murtaugh, uh so uh i've i've been posting lately my adventures in tinder and my misadventures in tinder trying to date again yeah um it's not been going well um i've been trying to work on a couple of them to work on some bits but like one of them this chick had a picture of her and danny glover you know from lethal weapon and i knew who it was so
0: or the color purple, she likes. Yeah. She likes it rough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! Oh my <laughs> god, that's the clip, Miss ceiling. That's the clip. Yeah. Uh, no, well, like I was trying to like be all suave and cool. I was like, I was gonna be like comment on her, like, yeah. Hey, I, I, I was gonna comment on her Danny Glover poster, our picture. So I got a post on it, and then I send it, and then I realized that it auto corrected to Donald Glover. <laughs> so then I was like. Nah, I meant Danny You know, the guy from Lethal Weapon And I meant to say I'm getting too old for this shit Yeah But I said, you know, I'm too tired for this shit And then I sent the gif And then it showed i put up with your shit It said the right thing <laughs> And then I'm already digging myself a grave And I was like, no Danny Glover, not Donald Glover I'm not saying all black people look the same Okay, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> that was the conversation. I just kept taking my grave. Had another one. Uh, where I was like, uh, we were talking about movies. I was like, what's your favorite comedy movie? We'll do it on three. Three, two, one. Schindler's List. Shit.
0: <laughs> you know, one time, my family, we rented Schindler's List. And the tape snapped. We rented the tape. And the tape snapped on, like, on us. Like, p- you would have thought this family, we all came together as some sort of family and got the glue and we taped that fucking VHS perfect. We spliced it perfect. You wouldn't even know it skipped the previews. Yeah. But when you when you put in that Schindler's List, it went straight to the movie like it. We freaked out cuz like you know, back then we didn't want to pay for a goddamn yeah,
1: to pay Welcome big but to the last leaves, the yep. home of the VHS holocaust. Yeah,
0: there we go. But yeah, I remember watching Schindler's, Schindler's List, like when it, when it first like came out on tape, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is dark. This is dark." Like, except for that girl who wore just a red dress, that was um, that was pretty crazy. Like I can't. There's, do they make you watch that in high school? No, they made me watch that at home. Oh, <laughs> I watched it at home with my folks. Steven Spielberg.
1: They made us watch that, and we watched the the Diary of Anne Frank, uh, and then like the, the concentration camp. Uh, the, They're like, "Now you're gonna see boobs, but don't be don't be giddy." you're like, "This is a sad part." And all the teenage boys were like, "Titties." Anyway, <laughs> see, w- we uh, when Romeo and Juliet came out with, with Leo, with Leo,
0: um, we were in high school and we watched we were ha- we were covering Romeo and Juliet, and. Um, They're like, well, which version do you all want to watch? You want to watch the 70s version or do you want to watch the new Leo version? Well, I watched the 70s version and I saw titties. There was titties on that one. I was like, yo, guys, the 70s one got titties on it. So all the dudes voted for the 70s one and we outnumbered the outnumbered the votes. (laughs) Them sons of bitches showed us that 70s version. They edited they cut them titties out, and everybody like looked at me go, "Isaiah, where the titties at?" And I was like, "Hey, man, <laughs> watched when I watched it, I had it like." <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to just edit it bullshit, y'all try to try to pull off here. So Damn. yeah, it, they got mad at me. We could have watched the Leo version. I'm like, Pff. all right, you're right. John Leguizamo was cool, the Prince of <laughs> the Prince of Cats.
1: Ooh. No, Montague. Uh, Monte- I we, we watched a. Uh, did you ever watch "A Much Ado Do About Nothing"? Much Ado do about nothing. It's another Shakespeare uh, sh- uh, story, it, but it's a movie. Uh, it's got the most eclectic cast you'll ever see for like an early eight or late eighties, early nineties movie. Oh, really? So it's a Shakespearean movie, and it has Denzel Washington in it. What? And they just go with it. Like it- this is ahead of its time where well, they, they played like-
0: Macbeth like just recently. But you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. set in
1: Eastern Europe. It's in Eastern Europe, so you can imagine most of the-, the cast would be white. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like one of those things where, like, back in that day, that was kind of how it was cast and how everything was. And now it's more inclusive. We're like, we got to have everybody. Yeah. But, like, this was way ahead of time. Like, it has Keanu Reeves, Denzel Washington, and a whole bunch of other uh, Michael Keaton's in it. What? It has this massive cast. Let me see.
0: Speaking of Keanu, while you're looking that up, how about Keanu Reeves' British accent and Bram Stoker's Dracula? Have you seen that? Yes. That is the. Best slash worst British accent. I, I sometimes it comes in and out.
1: there's Denzel.
0: Oh my gosh. Like Much ado about nothing. Keanu. Whoa.
1: Well It's actually
0: a funny movie. Yeah. Um Is it like taming the shrew?
1: Kinda I mean Shakespeare has some comedy in his shit. But like uh this one's more of a, a real good comedy and uh
0: or as we like to call it, 10 things I hate about you.
1: Michael Keaton is just a fucking dumbass in there. Oh. And then oh. there's like, uh, you'll see. uh, He like does this like fake horse. Like, you remember uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail whenever they had the fucking, they're on horseback. And then there's a guy behind him with cluck, 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 like doing yeah, the, Yeah, where'd horse. they get the coconuts? Yes. That shit's kind of <laughs> happening in this. But it's taken like it's serious <laughs> oh <laughs> is this, is it's, this a, a- it's a funny movie I, i'd i actually recommend watching that but it's, it's weird watching keanu and all of them like they're talking and acting shakespearean i mean it's a full shakespearean play
0: full shakespearean dialogue yeah like a lot of these and dowels
1: and it's or it's 90s keanu with that Ooh. fucking that, that voice uh, where art thou <laughs> you know i didn't drink the blood uh a vampire. Pretty much, they just sucked me down, but
0: I didn't suck them down. Yeah, shit. I, man, if I had them babes in my room like suck <laughs> Dracula, I'd be joining. I, now I couldn't have no. I'm, I like my lady vampires as much as the next guy. I just not not. I can't have Dracula. I can't yeah. have dudes sucking on my neck. Yeah. No means no. That's where no I no Grinder, you know. <laughs> no vampires. Now, next time you have Tinder, now in your head. Every time you read Tinder a Tinder profile, read it in Stone Cold Steve Austin's voice. What? What? Got this girl, like walks on the beach. I drink a lot. What? A party. What?
1: Like, that's pretty good. That's I got a good. dog.
0: a dog mom. Fur, fur mama. What? What? Yeah. I got two kids. What?
1: Well, see, most people I match with look like Stone Cold. Oh,
0: really? <laughs> and they're both bashing beers and. Uh, uh,
1: you know, you go back and watch it, and you realize that he only drank, like, a quarter of each one of those beers. Well, yeah. Most of it ended up on his face and yes. his chest.
0: <laughs> I it. Still get the money. Just like the How money. did he catch all them beers? Like, he had the hands.
1: Um, That uh, guy. that So, the guy that's one of the, the ringside announcers or the crew, it was a special guy that was, like, he really was good. And, like, every time Stone Cold comes back, they bring that guy back, and what? he's the one that throws the beers. And he's perfect with it. Like, they have a system. Well, the, the throws are perfect, but yeah. the catches—yeah, Stone Cole rarely drops a no. beer. Yeah, like, and if he drops, he doesn't—he doesn't give Another one. Oh. Yeah, like, but that guy has always been like his personal thrower, kind of thing. Yeah, he has. It's kind of like a Snoop Dogg with his personal weed throw, uh, blunt roller.
0: Okay, I grew up in a town called Pahuska, Oklahoma. Yeah, just down the road here. Yeah, you know, when I was growing up, we found out that. Uh, no man Chief Jay Strongbow from Pahuska, Oklahoma You know some kids some kids were told that Santa Claus wasn't real I, I already knew that but when people told me that Chief Jay Chief Jay Strongbow was not from Pahuska, Oklahoma And then come to find out he wasn't even he wasn't even Indian This Italian dude Joe Scarpa got got away with being from Pahuska to so, most famous person from Pusk, Oklahoma, isn't from Pusco, Oklahoma. It's it, sad,
1: isn't that crazy? Back in the day, when they just like any Italian can look Native American or whatever. Oh, like, it's like the nose. It's
0: the nose. Yeah, and I mean, if you got the
1: got the Italian,
0: almost like you could, you could, you could, you can get away with it. Yeah, Tulsa King season three. Tulsa
1: <laughs> slide just goes full Native. Oh,
0: gets a, adds <laughs> braids. Yeah, when, when when Stallone gets braids, what? fucking. <laughs> Hey yo, uh, is about I
1: mean. Season three He fucking yeah. has a dream catcher Hanging from his reverb. Oh yes <laughs>
0: Braids Um
1: Hey yo Hey yo hey yo, Cowboy Cowboy hat Dude, too his fucking hey yo stand is hey pretty close to
0: Hey yo Hey yo Hey, hey <laughs> yo Hey
1: Anyway <laughs> no, I was Hey say, yo Adrian You know it's like Back in the day They just cast anybody with a tan As any role they wanted And like You know we thought we were away with that, but then John Cena turns up as fucking Dominic Toretto's long lost brother brother in Fast Nine. I
0: thought I thought Cena was part Italian,
1: isn't that Cena? is Cena Italian name? I don't know. I thought he's pretty white. Like, he's pretty, pretty like they, for, they even make a joke about it. I just watched Fast Nine again last night or two nights ago because I'm, I'm rewatching all of them to get up to Fast Ten. I, oh, I love those Fast pie. in Space. Yes, that we, once you go to the space, po- where do you go? Where do you, where do you go from there? The Pontiac Fiero. <laughs> I, I think it should be in Fast and Furious
0: 12, Will Smith should be the bad guy. And it's called Fast and Furious 12, That Dog In Me. Yo, like, yo, know, when that dog in me comes... It'll be the trailer. It'll be like, wide screenshot, when that dog in me... He's just a villain. Yeah, he yeah. Yeah. Up the dom and slaps yeah, him. Yeah, And then, like, Will Smith. some... I mean, Will Smith's already a villain in the public eye.
1: Yeah.
0: Might as well start playing villain roles.
1: I'm just saying... You, you, I
0: mean, just go play up to... It. Quit trying to be a hero, because we all know you're not a hero.
1: I'm just saying, if Dana White wasn't a pussy, he would fucking hire Will Smith for the Power Slap League.
0: You know what? I love... <laughs> it's funny you mentioned the Power Slap League. Okay. Let's you break. know what I mean? Let's, he could be the mascot. Will Smith has a Power Slap. We all let's, fall the Oscars. I've seen better slaps in Wild Wild West... Oh yeah, he did do a better punch in Wild Wild West, and he did that because it looked like a stage performance. Like if you watch the MTV Mo- Music Awards, yeah. he had that same, same. The wild, wild going West. straight to like the real the Cisco, wild wild yeah, wild Cisco punch, like. Mm. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Cisco. Punch. Yes, hashtag Cisco punch. What's upon a time in the West. But that fucking,
1: um that fucking silver hair. Oh.
0: Oh yeah, we're talking about slap league. Yeah. Okay. Let's break it down. You know, when you fight concussions. So, when people are fighting, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we we when, broke it down. Concussions. concussions. Concussions, but let's break this down. You know, when most people fight, they have some sort of I don't know, defense, bob weave, footwork, jolly <laughs> ho. Jolly ho move around. This looks uh, real, this a, a good Donnie Brooke by the by the <laughs> on the shore by by the boatyard. I do where say, all crimes happen. I do say, yes, you yes yes, 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 we go 127 rounds with just bare knucks. Okay, at
1: better, least better than 127 hours with fucking James Franco.
0: Let's <laughs> eliminate everything, and we all just take turns slappy fighting. Like just don't even no blocks, no get out of the way. It's just. Slapped the shit out of each other. You remember when Dana White was when he obviously had the promotional tour for the Slap League? Oh, New Year's Eve. <laughs> I mean, that was a promotional step, wasn't it? That was promote to promote the Slap League, wasn't it?
1: What? I, I Dana White. I don't remember the story. I'm not big in the. What would he do? Slap somebody? Yeah he uh, he was doing a promotional tour with his wife.
0: Oh, the best domestic- at, at the nightclub. They were they were showing how the Slap League works promotionally for the clientele who are going to invest in the private room.
1: It's like when the NFL has that hidden cam footage in the elevator. Yes.
0: Ray Rice, man. I mean, <laughs> how much money did that woman lose at the casino? F- fuck. To get rice patty. Like, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, He knocked her into the future. So far in the future, she came back into the past as a ghost and came looped her spirit. And then, like, went back into her body went, whoa. Yeah. She got, man, that was terrible. That was terrible footage from the rice paddy to the <laughs> ground.
2: Rice paddy? I can't yeah. take the rice paddy.
0: <laughs> Ray, don't play. Ray. Uh, this fucking, Ray. Fucking mm-hmm. Ray Ray. Yeah, man.
1: Ray, Ray bans Ray turned into Ray Ray Ray, Ray, Ray Bands
0: from the league. He couldn't he couldn't play in the NFL for a while. That's how Ray bans he was. Ray bans Rice, Rice Patty slappy
1: Well, man, uh, there's a certain point in the show where I always ask my own guests. Now, do you have any questions for me? Okay,
0: how long of a process is it to gather
1: all of this? I mean, this obviously is, is this a lifetime pursuit? Um, it could have been, had it not been for my parents' house fire. Oh, no. This episode of Unloading Meat is not brought to you by your favorite local dispensary, who could be sponsoring this episode. Hey, local dispensaries, I love this bong. This cartridge and pin. Ooh. This new cartridge I haven't opened yet. What's that? What? This ad's for non-smoking? They don't want drug use in this ad? Oh. What was I saying? I'm high as fuck. Is That thing on? So, like, I was a collector growing up, and, like, I had the Star Wars lightsabers, I had, you know, Harry Potter shit, and I had all the original... Star Wars, William Falcon for Kenner and all that stuff, and Power Ranger Megazord and stuff like that. And then I moved out when I was, like, 18, and it still stayed mostly there. And then my parents had a house fire, and we lost everything. Oh, man. So I didn't collect for a long time. And then around the time, like, in between my first and second wife, uh, we went to a vintage stock, and they had that Megazord up there, uh, just the original OG one. And my wife was like, hey, you should get that. That's the one you never had when you were a kid. I was like, yeah, that's the one I missed. Oh. Can I start with the Thunder Megazord? Like, I got, I never got the original, original Megazord. I got a Thunder Megazord first. Um, So we started it and started that obsession. So then all that happened around 2018, 2019. um, And COVID hit. And I became a recluse. And just started collecting really big. And this became my hobby, my passion. And then I started flipping figures to actually make a living. Like during COVID, I was selling figures to make the bills. Oh, wow. Nice. Because I figured out that. Like, during COVID, nobody's going out, and there's a whole bunch of collectibles and stuff like that that are Targets and Walmarts, and on the coast, they're selling out. But around here, nobody's buying them. So I could go to a Target and get, like, 10 of each thing that are fucking rare, and I could just double the prices and flip them. That's a
0: hustle. And that's, I was, that's a good hustle. That's that's,
1: that's what paid for that's this. That's John
0: Cena. That's hustle, loyalty, yeah. respect. So yeah. that
1: paid the bills here until, like, honestly, I bring up, like, around October of last year is when I had to stop. It just begins to be because, like, no, it was not really a recession, but like nobody was really buying stuff. Yeah. And then like Hasbro raised their prices, everybody raised their prices. And it's just not cost effective. I was making like five bucks on a figure, and it's like if that sometimes. You know what I mean? It's like not worth it. Uh so you you have kids, right? I mean, yeah, you, you have kids. How do do they have their own? Or they like don't bother so how do they how, <laughs> wow. So I uh, have I have a six year old and a twelve year old. Oh um they're both know the nerdy stuff and like you know my youngest we wa- we just got to watch all the harry potters and stuff like that she loves star wars and stuff too um but it's more of a thing like she knows in this area is like my work and like she's just never bothered it yeah and she has her own toys and stuff like that and she's fascinated by it like um they help me set stuff up when it falls down sometimes and like you know we'll get stuff out like hey let's have transformers and we're, like i'll show her how to transform and stuff, and stuff like that and like she's fascinated by it, but she knows Respect and stuff like that. She doesn't Mm -hmm. mess with them too much.
0: Dad's work area.
1: Yeah, his work. Yeah, that's cool that they respect that. that, It's just you know you try to teach your kids boundaries. Like it's just all like you know. I'm not your friend. I'm your parent. Yeah, Yeah, that's how.
0: I mean, that's how most people. Yeah, that's how.
1: And also, like my kids, not maybe it just comes from a place of like you know not like I don't want to say I'm poor, but you know like I'm I'm frugal with my money and stuff like that. Like. I'm, you know, ties and ties are tough, are tough right now. We're trying to make it as comedians and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. My kids have just been always taught, like, you don't get everything when you walk into a fucking store. You know, just because we're at a store, we don't get a fucking, you know, the, all the fucking Barbies and stuff you want. And, like, I don't know. They just have a respect for that kind of stuff. Like, you know, they value what they have. They value what I have. So, like, when they see that all this stuff, my, my even my six year old's like, she kind of gets that it's it's expensive or, it's you know, there's money behind her. You know, there's just something about it, there's value behind it. So she doesn't mess with it. She just doesn't I don't know, she already gets it. And it's just something I'm trying to instill in my kids of like respect other people's stuff, respect what's not yours, and you know, just go from there. Teach them good boundaries and you don't really have to fuck with them too hard.
0: Exactly, man. You gotta and you also gotta trust kids that they're gonna make the right decisions. Yeah. You have to like you got and if not, you gotta you gotta learn to fuck up. I mean, when you fuck up, yeah. I mean I hate to say that, but you know, everybody fucks up. Yeah. And that's what's the beauty part of it. Yeah. That's why they put erasers on pencils. Everybody
1: makes mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I look at it, too, is like, um, if you are the kind of parent that is always like, don't do this, you can't do this thing, what's the thing they're going to do? They're going to eventually rebel and do that exact thing. Exactly. It's like, it, They're going to go against what the, the thing they're told not Factology. to do. Yeah. So if I just say, like, hey, you know, when we have more of a, a just an embraced approach or like a you know, logical approach to everything, there's no reason for that. You know what I mean? You're not building up a thing to go against or rebel against because they just no respect. Yeah. And you know, I respect them too. It's just one of the things you treat your kids with respect too. Okay, I have I have another question for you. Yeah. Me. Um okay, in a
0: uh best case scenario, stars align, Jared Raphael Allen got a HBO or a Netflix comedy special. Where would you where would you have it at? Where would I shoot it at? Where would you shoot it at? Like what like any kind of theater that you have in particular or
1: like uh bucket list theaters or just something like for my first one. Like You know what? Let's go bucket. Okay. You know what? Before you die,
0: what 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 capacity? What's what arena or whatever, whatever.
1: I mean, doesn't everybody have to say Madison Square Garden at Oh, uh, the garden <laughs> the garden um although I would. So, this is maybe a weird take. I'm, I'm big into wrestling. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Are you a wrestling fan? Oh, so you yes. saw you're you're actually literally behind a uh, AEW display. Oh. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, that's uh, a whole other. But right. uh, well, professional wrestling. Yeah. Oh yes. But uh, I. This is kind of inside baseball, but I like to take my comedy career the same way people are do independent wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I see a lot of similarities between stand up and independent wrestling. Getting over, getting over, getting over, brother. But not Is only that, but over. like these guys are going to town to town, maybe for twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. They're doing their craft and they're just trying to get the the tapes and the 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 clips and just trying to get their name out there around town to where they get booked to the next event and the next event, and eventually that le- leads to them possibly getting signed somewhere, or getting a special or something that makes them a breakout hit, and. I I follow a lot of professional wrestlers' vlo- vlogs and stuff like that. Like, I'm really into professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, the similarities between that and stand-up are outstandingly similar uh, between the two things. Just we don't put our bodies on the line so much. Yeah, it's all on the stick. Yeah. It's all on the stick. Yeah. But, like, you can watch a lot of wrestling promos and get great stage presence for your stand-up. Mm-hmm. I mean, a heel promo is the same thing we do for five minutes on the yeah, stage. <laughs> exactly. That's, what, that, that's all I think about it is. Yeah. is a- Um so do you watch? Have you do you watch pro wrestling? I do religiously. Uh, what is it, WWE, AEW? I watch it all. I watch it all from old territories. So uh, like, I'm sure you know who MJF is. Yes, that dude is so fucking inspiring to me. Like that dude's 24. Yeah, and he does wrestling promos or just conversation pieces that are years ahead of him. Like he could compete with The Rock rick flair anybody on the mic i don't think anybody could even hold a candle to this kid and he's just now getting started and i don't know there's something very inspiring about that plus like he's always in character he's the only guy i know that's 24 7 in character as a wrestling character still this day like the old territory K- days. K-fabe, is k-fabe, is k-fabe is real k-fabe is real k-fabe is real dude he flipped off a handicapped kid at a signing like that's just how he's always a heel he's a dick to everybody Like he's always in character. See, you know what? That handicapped kid will probably like
0: him more. That's it. Because he is It's a moment. It's a moment and when you include when when you include everybody in on the gag, and if you treat everybody, if you flip off everybody equally, nobody could be offended. Yeah, it's a South Park philosophy. Yeah, it's like, yeah, if 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 everybody is involved in, in on the joke. Like it's no holds bars. That's what yeah. that's what makes comedy beautiful. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, working in the group home stuff and for years and working with adults and stuff. Like the humor, they love to be involved. They yeah. loved uh, to be included in all the jokes. They want. They just want to belong. Yeah. They just want to be a part of it. Inclusive. Yeah. Included in with everybody else. Yeah. And not treated when I when I saw like adult or staff treating adults like children. Or they called them the boys. Yeah. Or the... the, the I was like, man, those these are grown men. Yeah. You call them gentlemen. Yeah. Because if you call them gentlemen, they'll live up to being being yeah. a gentleman. Yeah. If you call someone a boy, they'll, they'll only live up to whatever you're called. Yeah, the expectations. The expectations. You're, yeah, you're putting a ceiling on them. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, includes, include everybody. Yeah. Fuck you, kid.
1: You little shit. I ain't signing nothing. <laughs>
0: I got, yeah, I got flipped out by MJF. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it.
1: But yeah, I mean, honestly, dude, like when he cuts a fucking five minute of heel promo and like has the energy and stuff like that of the crowd and he has them on every single word. That's inspiring to me of like that's how I should write my stand-up. Like honestly, like so the two things when I do stand-up when I go up on stage, I always remind myself, A, have fun. Because if I have fun, they're going to see it in my performance. Mm-hmm. If I'm having fun and laugh and stuff like that, it's gonna be infectious. And then the second thing. Is take them on a roller coaster ride of energy. Know when you're going low, know when you're going high, and try to take them on a roller coaster ride. Because if you drop them and you didn't mean to drop them, you're not getting them back sometimes. Yep. But Just if you to have- meant to do it and you have a punch right after it, you got it right back and it made it worth it. Like I try to look like a roller coaster ride. And so I try to keep those two things in my mind at all times when I'm on stage. You know, like, you know, like insult comics, like Don
0: yep. Rickles and shit. Like it was almost like, like oh my god, it's an honor to be. Yeah, you know when you get someone when Don Rickles would rag on you, say yeah. hey, look at you. Like why don't you go hide up? I want to get to that level. Not bother anybody. Like,
1: like oh my god, Don Rickles. Yeah, I want to. So like I don't, I'm sure you've seen I've done the roasts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to get my comedy to more crowd working and roasting, mm-hmm. and I know that it's very con- controversial sometimes with you know roasting certain crowd members and stuff like that. You got to be careful. But at the same time, if you I know my what? idea is if you, you're in a comedy you club, you are in. You're in the comedy club. You're in the comedy club. Yeah. It's and uh I don't know. I that's like I'm pretty spot and spontaneous. You've, you've seen it in the mm-hmm. conversation. I I just you know who Mark Norman is? Uh he's a comedian. Uh I'm riffing everywhere now. We're really high. Go ahead, man. Uh, Mark Norman's that's, that's the premise of my show of oh. signals. We go everywhere. Well, like Mark Norman's a guest on Joe Rogan a lot, and like he's a famous comedian, but he's very famous for like just He's so spontaneous, like, you can't shut him up because, like, as soon as somebody says something, he has a zinger and a zinger and a zinger and a zinger. And that's kind of how my mind's firing a lot is, like, as soon as something, somebody says something, bam, I have something for it. And when I get really high, I can't shut up. Yeah. Which is why I record. (laughs) Uh, So I kind of want to get to that level. I I try to smoke a lot before I get on stage, and I just want to start, like, crowd working and walking around and just having fun with people more Uh, and not being so static. I play little games.
0: I play, like, don't touch the mic. Like, I play a game where I just use the mic. I don't even... I have just go where it is. And, like, it's like, like a little achievement... Xbox achievement points in my brain. Yeah. If I could do that, if I can accomplish those little... It's a little game within the game that I try to play. So, it... Like, I know... I understand, like, stand-up is a... It's an ongoing... It's an ongoing art form. Yeah, it's, and I I don't, you know, I, I'm only in it for a couple of months, and I don't I don't expect to be riveting. Yeah, I, I I expect to throw things out there, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, I'm gonna keep doing it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> until you like it. Yeah, <laughs> <And> <laughs> I'm like, not gonna change. I'm
1: gonna change you, and like man, like. <sighs> I'm only a few months into this, too. Like, I, I started in January. Uh, by the time I record this, it's, what, May? We're almost June. Um, So five months-ish is, I've kind of been in this mm-hmm. um, full-time. And already I've had to take some breaks. Already I've had to take some, like, you know, just some mental breaks from just shit that's happening in the scene. You know, you know, there's some toxic shit that you you bounce into, and sometimes it affects you, and, you know, real life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's going to take breaks, but like, I've also noticed lately, that there's been a lot of us in this scene that have had to take some breaks because of some shit that's going on on the scene. Uh, it's just things that happen in scenes. Uh, there's ebbs and flows. It's, it's me. It's more of a car issue. Like, I don't like,
0: <laughs> I don't like driving to Tulsa. Yeah. I live, you know, I live out in You can relate. Cause I'm yeah, in Bartlesville. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like, Oh man, I wish I was, just there was just some, but that's just the
1: price you got the, the miles and yeah. The, you just got to put in the miles. So this is the way I look at it. And Marlboro. This is, this is being fully real right now. uh, Just completely bare and everything like that. So before I launched this, I paid off my car, paid off my house, mm-hmm. got you know a divorce and everything like that. So when I went and said I'm going to do this full fl- force in 2023, it's because I paid off most of myself. And it's was like, I have no, why not? You know what I mean? Like, I have no choice but to just push this forward. And then right when COVID happened, I kind of had like a mental breakdown when I lost my job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just went off the deep end and, you know, COVID changed me pretty drastically. Um, and I came out on the other side where like I have two kids, I have split custody, and due to the like the days and the times that I have them, three day three to five days a week every other week, I always have to get them to school at eight o'clock and pick them up at three o'clock. And then you're are you you have kids? No, I don't. Okay. So um post COVID, I don't know if you know this because our schools are so underfunded. In Oklahoma, there's lots of days randomly where they're like, hey, you're just not going to have school on Friday because we're going to have an in-school day or a a homeschool day. Yeah. And so you're just expected to have your kid come home with a Chromebook and you're just going to have to take – they're going to be at school at your house today because they don't have money to pay for the the, uh, teachers. So randomly, if you had a full-time job, every month or every other month, you just got to take off random Fridays and have your kids at home. So trying to find a job around that schedule – has been a fucking nightmare to the point where, like, mostly for my bills, I just DoorDash. Like, I've DoorDashed lately, and like, even last night, I DoorDashed till 3 a.m. after we left the club. And then I paid the bills, paid the gas, stuff like that, that came home. Like, so that's what I'm doing. In my okay.
0: you funny you say DoorDash and yeah. stuff, because I had a DoorDash one time after I, it was like when I, I last January, not yeah. this, January 2022. Yeah. I was doing DoorDash and I was trying to do comedy, and then I do DoorDash afterwards. Yeah. The first time I did it, I was doing deliveries up in like North Tulsa. Yeah. And the first time I ever delivered like the DoorDash, I could like only thing I could equate it to is like, I wonder what this is what hookers feel like the first time they they have a John. Like <laughs> it's like it was over with before I knew it. Like <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm scared. I'm going up to a complete neighbor complete stranger's complete stranger's uh, house, dropping off you, chicken wings. And then you can At like 2.30 in the morning from Wingstop. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going to happen? I don't know. But then when I handed out wings, that girl, she she was a big girl. She was a she was a big. I mean, she looked like somebody ordering wings at 2.30 at night, too. <laughs> and she just grabbed their wings and she looked at me and she went,
2: hmm.
0: I was like, Ooh, wait, what, what? Is this what it's like? Is this what the DoorDash life is about? Yeah. And so, yeah. And so, like, going some going into some sketchy places, like, take a pic. Like, oh, like, sometimes I dropped off food at an apartment. It was like, click, and, like, I'm out of here because, yes. you know, oh, I've been there. I don't want to get rolled.
1: Well, I don't like, want to get rolled for dropping off some. Well, my my thing is, like, um, I don't, lately, you, if you get really late and they're really hurting for, like, people, they started doing hourly rates. Oh, really? Yeah, and so, like, there's sometimes where I can get, like, $14 an hour. What? And it only counts when you're on a delivery or waiting to pick up the food uh, or on the way to them. So like if you're just waiting for an order, you don't get it. So uh, what I do, and this is probably really bad, but it worked and it's a fun thing. So late at night, the only things that are open are like Taco Bell or McDonald's, mm-hmm. and they're long fucking lines in the drive through. So if I get one of those orders, it's like, hey, you're gonna make 14 dollars an hour as long as you're on an order. I just park at that McDonald's and I'm on my YouTube and I'm just fucking trying out my jokes and I'm just like, well, I want to be on this line for 30 minutes. I'm just going to say I'm here for 45 minutes. There you go. And then I just fucking get the hourly rate and like I just rack it up and you get you get the hourly rate plus tips. Oh. So like I could get a McDonald's order to make 17 bucks and that paid for my gas to the hunt club. You know what I mean? And so that's that's what I've been trying to do is just kind of rationalize like that. And my goal is to get this podcast sponsored by the end of the year, by at least one or two sponsors to where I can be full-time in the comedy and stop door dashing.
0: Like, uh, unloading meat. Like, who would you, um, who do you think who would be a perspective?
1: Um, I'm looking at dispensaries. I yeah. would love a dispensary. Um, why I'm,
0: a butcher house, <laughs> Butcher house is a Husker
1: Oh, I'm just know. saying like, there's, aren't there like butcher shops? So uh, I'll tell you. Uh, so this will be cut. Oh, cause you're unloading meat. Yeah. Cause it- I mean, you are, you do have a meat. So, I'll, I'll, I'll this will be cut, I, it's cut every episode. I'll tell you what unloading meat means.
0: See, now, after, after we did the, uh, um, the Deco Lounge. Yeah. We got, you know, my first professional. Shout out to shout, Michael Patton. Shout, shout out to Michael
1: Patton. Hey, we were both on the fresh faces yes. together. Yeah, man, we friend.
0: were, we were. And I got, I got, I, I got to see Sergeant Slaughter at the pay window, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I got, I got my envelope. Yeah. And, um. Blew it all that night. The gay bar.
1: Yeah. The Majestic went there. Don't remind me of the Majestic yeah, that night. You yeah. remember what happened to me, right? What what? Remember I didn't get to go in? What? Oh, that's right. I <laughs> got That's right. It right as we like... were leaving that one bar. What was the bar across the Kaz's, street? Kaz's. Kaz's. Right as we're leaving the, across the street, uh, there was that one blonde lady with the black eye that was like, Hey, I need to get a burger. Dude. And I was like, okay. And so I was like, I'm, I need to eat. I'm really high and drunk. So I just went around the corner and I was like, okay, I'll get, I'll take a, get a burger with you real quick. And it's like, can you give me a ride home? Like, sure. So I gave her a ride home. <laughs> and then when I came back to the Majestic after like 20 minutes, they were like, yeah, we're not letting anybody in. We're getting it clothes. Oh, I'm like, oh, cool. It. I'm just going to sit out here and text you guys. Uh, so that's well, what my night was I, like. I, I went in there and, you know, I, um, I blew all my money. It, uh, by the way, I just want to say, just because she was a blonde lady with a black eye doesn't mean that she was... Persp- like, I was trying to hit that. I'm just saying. I was being nice. all right you would want to help a lady with a black eye. Like, obviously, yeah. she probably...
0: It's like David Telly say. She only to had say, to be told once. It's, it's it. like David tells you to say, she had, great. She, I knew she, she, knew she listens. Listen. She listens. Yeah. She only had to be told once. That's... Or else she would have... Oh, that's terrible. But anyway, <laughs> we went there. And the most disappointing part about being at the Majestic... I did not get one. Is, Nobody hit on you? No, no, no. I didn't get any well, I, I got hit on by women. But I, you know, that's yeah. It's everywhere. You didn't go in with enough glitter. I I guess so. I mean, did, did I I, I, I mean, mind you, mind you, I'm straight. Yeah. I love I like the ladies. But you know what? I wouldn't mind a compliment or two. Yeah. I mean, at the height of the Bud Light cra- I was even I was even I even had a Bud Light in my hand. I was like <laughs> nothing
1: they're like nope like no it's like i mean it's kind of like my gay uh i put out the clip for my gay roommate story yeah um check out that clip right now if you can guys (laughs) um yeah get those fucking views but anyway during that part of it uh i talk about how like i call my gay roommate because the first time i met him and i was getting ready to be his roommate and move in we went to wendy's in the drive-thru and he was like hey just let you know i'm gay but i'm not interested in you and i'm like well I do just fucking hurt Like how'd you have to, Why'd you have to put it like that Like Fuck You
0: know <laughs> One time I had a uh, I had a group home. I worked in group homes and stuff I had a client He made a top ten list Of all the staff He would like to get with And the list was discovered And everything And Everybody knew And, and so I saw the list And And I went up to the client And I was like Hey man, I saw the list. He's like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry about it. I go, yeah, I got one question though. How come I'm not on it? <laughs> what? I was like, yeah, you you made all the lists of all these guys. I'm not even I'm not even a top 10? What what's up with that? I'm like, yeah. I was like, Yeah. Is there something wrong with me? <laughs> He's like, Isaiah, you're just too fat. I was like, "I respect that, dude." Are you talking to my ex-wife? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I was. He he was totally into the skinnies, yeah. skinny dudes. I, I just I just wasn't. I didn't make the top ten. Yeah. Now, top twenty, maybe. Yeah, the top ten, no, didn't didn't make it. Didn't make the cut. Well, uh, I guess I'll bring a little bit of history of uh, Toke signals. Go ahead, man. Let's we, talk about um, it, man. That's been my post-divorce post uh life okay. was me and my, uh my buddy Josh Clark the reverend the reverend Josh Clark the preacher cuz <laughs> we out, were originally part- preacher and like we were preacher in the creature okay like cuz he just got o- ordained on the internet and I'm just a, a creature it, it it just rhymed with preacher and it yeah. just sounded good and um we hung out and we we both like marijuana and we used to have like we used to record ourselves drinking margaritas like back in two thousand and five, and it was like almost like that again. Like that, you know, we were just doing podcasts. Yeah, before people were having podcasts, we just recorded on a tape. He'd play a guitar and stuff, and we'd have midnight margarita madness. We had a party all planned out. Nobody showed up, <laughs> so we just so we just drank margaritas and got drunk and made made burn tapes. That's what we called them. We were podcasts. It was just burn tapes. Yeah. So now we just. Now we use the um, the, uh, the app, the internet. Now technology. Yeah. Uh, so far we've had, we've been doing this for two and a half years now. Uh, November of twenty twenties when we began. Congrats, man! And um, let's see here, won an award. Um uh, man, we've been we've been on Reservation Dogs. They let us on there. Uh. Shout out to Sierra Rivas, the and the art department on reservation dogs. Uh I they can do no wrong
1: in my eyes. Cause they I love ones, that show. They, they're the ones they're the ones who really had got us on. And and so man, I appreciate So uh it's so great that you're bond we're bonding over this kind of shit. Cause like, um, do you know what tiger belly is? Mm-hmm. Bobby Lee. Um, during COVID, that's really what got me through a lot of shit was Bobby Lee and stuff. And I relate to Bobby Lee a lot because of like my sexual assault and the bass and stuff like that. And like going to comedy after that and dealing with the trauma and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I can relate to him a lot on that kind of stuff. Um, but he had Sterling Harjo on Diker Belly as an episode, a guest once. Yeah. And I had kind of heard vaguely about Reservation Dogs, but I never watched it. Um, just being honest. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was, like, right when season one had just ended or whatever, around that time. Um, I think he was going on to promote season two coming out. And I found out all about him, and I was like, dude, he's from Tulsa area. And, like, found, like basically just learned all about Sterling Harjo and, like, where he grew up and all this stuff. And then found out Bobby Lee was on that show, and I was like, "Wait, Bobby Lee's in Tulsa filming a show? Yeah, like one of my fucking comedy idols is fucking doing a show here." And so I was like, "That's fucking small world." And then last year, um, I went out to an open mic for the first time in like 15 years, and I was just going to see if I could try to fucking do it again. And Katie Styles was hosting. A ho- shout out to Katie Styles. Oh man, she's hilarious. Yeah, very fucking so I, funny. If I, if I was if I was booking, I'd yeah. book her. Uh, so all you
0: guys out there book her. Book so book Katie.
1: but like she had it up there and I was nervous and I was trying to see if somebody would record my set or trying I didn't have a tripod. CR Parsons was in the in the 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 audience. He was signing up. You don't know if you know who CR Parsons I've is. I've heard
0: of that name. I've seen him on flyers. Um
1: I've not seen He been, he's been on the scene yet. for a while. Uh, long gray beard and stuff. I actually booked him. He'll be on here next month. Nice. Um but he's been an extra in Reservation Dogs and Tulsa King and like um Season two, when they go out and they see like that, like cult in the fucking forest, and it's like the naked old man. Oh yeah, he's out there, and you see him in a white beard and white long hair. He's one of the extras out yes. there. Yes. So, uh, the first time I go to try to do stand up comedy in the fir- in the fifteen years after watching the Reservation Dogs podcast episode of you know Bobby Lee and Tiger Belly, I meet a guy who's an extra on Reservation Dogs, and he actually he was like, "Hey, your camera fell down. I actually held it up for you the rest of your performance, and I shot it for you. He didn't have to do that. It was a complete stranger." But he like, went out of his way to help another comic, like, just, you know, record their set. And I was just like, this is fucking kismet already, like, the small town kind of things. Well, a lot of us, I mean, think about a lot of comedians
0: and stuff. We all don't really aren't from Tulsa, but yeah. a lot of us are from outside of Tulsa. Yeah, Tulsa's the hub. We grew up, we yeah, we grew up in small towns. We're taught, sm- like, small town values. Yeah. Like, we're, you know, a lot of people taught to be polite. Yeah. You know, gratitude and and, you know, that's what, I think that's what adds to the element of the comedy. Yeah, is that we're so the po- or that the wholesome, wholesome ra- and politeness. Yeah, you know, we're I, I really I don't like to rag people, like, but I don't mean it in any maliciousness. Like, there, it's all it's all
1: fun in there. Like, you could tell that there's a underlying uh, honesty to our our stuff, or mm-hmm. just our, just the way we generally talk and carry ourselves, kind of thing in this yeah. area. Um, what was I getting? But like. Well, then I found out that like Bobby Lee, in his spare time when he was like running these, like he's taking on fucking e scooters down fucking downtown Tulsa, just riding around. Yeah, e scooters. He's just riding those around town and stuff like that. I was like, Bobby Lee is one of my heroes, and he's filming a show forty miles from me. I gotta push to get in this fucking scene. Like, and they were saying like he goes to random fucking stand-up clubs stuff like that. I'm like, I gotta make this happen. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to push for this. Because, like, honestly, I have a few, I'm sure you guys have on your, on Toke Signals, some uh, bucket list guests. We do. Love.
0: We do. Nina uh, Hartley.
1: Nina that's, Hartley. That's, that's what we're, we're pushing for. We want Nina Hartley on our. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll, Nina, Nina Hartley. Nina Hartley. Get on Toke Signals. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, Nina. Nina.
1: Well, my. Like t- a sex machine. My two. Well, my Nina. My two are Bobby Lee. Yeah. I just I I I really want to have to talk with Bobby Lee sometime. Um and Kevin Smith. That's a good one. Kevin Smith is one of the one here. Is, um if I had a third it would have been David, Jason David Frank, but he died. Uh oh. um it's one of my biggest regrets is during COVID. He was he came to Tulsa. Amy Joe Johnson? I love Amy Joe. Would says, you get Amy Joe
0: Johnson on yes. here? Yes. That would be Any Power Ranger, I would love it. Oh. <sighs>
1: uh, Amy Joe Johnson was one of my first crushes. Oh yeah. Uh, Kimberly, I think Kimberly, everybody. Yeah. Kimberly from the
0: Power Rangers guys. Yeah, it it's it's the
1: backflip in the opening credits. Boom! Yeah. Boom! On the on the, she's actually it, a uh, pretty uh, successful director now. Oh, really? Yeah, she retired from acting or something like a year or two ago, and she's behind the scenes now as a director and like doing episodes of TV and stuff like that now.
0: Let's see. Oh, yeah, and took Signals, we done uh, we done a sizzle reel like an action sizzle trailer. Yeah. We did that with um, a couple of people down in Jinx at an airport hangar, and when we went down there, they were like. Did you guys bring your weapons? I was like, "We're supposed to bring weapons." Like everybody had like guns and yeah. like we were, like they go, "All right, when you come in." Like I had to pick up a shotgun and act like I was shooting somebody, and so like when I came in the scene, I picked so up I'm, a shotgun. Sounds like my niece's graduation photo. Yeah, oh. and, and I was like, act- I I didn't feel like I had to point. If I pointed a gun at somebody and I wasn't shooting, that's stupid. But if I act like the gun was jammed, I was acting. I was like, couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't pump the pump action shotgun like and then they shot me. I I got fell and slid. I took a slide. Nice. Like I was like, man, I take a fall. Man, I stumbled into a conservative conservative wormhole or like <laughs> rabbit hole. I was like, man, I just watched one video <laughs> all of a sudden like like this like red pill and all this <laughs> shit. I was like, dang, I just I just clicked one short and now I'm bombarded with Yeah. Like people date, like dating, like people aren't dating anymore. It's like, I don't care. It's like, when good. You you, cl- you don't you, need to be dating
1: if you don't want. It's like when you accidentally click on one wrong item on Instagram and all of a sudden it's popped up in everywhere your feed or you search for one thing on Google and it's like everywhere. Well, on uh, on Facebook, though, the reels, yeah. I clicked on one
0: tiny midget woman and I haven't looked back since. I, I keep saying, hey, man, four foot one, you know the
1: funny thing about her is she always had to look up. Yep, exactly. You look back; she looked up. I looked down on her. Oh, I mean
0: no. I mean in a in a, in and, a this she, was... and she went up on you. Yeah, <laughs> just monkey branching hypergamous. But um, uh... but yeah, I found out on a loop like it's got to be four foot one, and there's that's no your, that's your kink. Oh, five foot eleven. Oh, okay. Talls and smalls, like. Nothing if you're like anything in between that, I'm not even fucking interested. So if you're if you're like five foot eleven to four foot one, I don't even want to fucking talk to you. It's, Get out of my fucking face. It's
1: like what's that storage Tulsa that like that has like big people clothes? It? It's like it's a, it's like an outlet, it's like tops and bottoms yep. and like tops, top,
0: and bottoms. tops and bottoms. Tops and bottoms, talls and smalls, yeah, tails and smells. I'm just saying like that's top, how I'm rolling. Tops now.
1: and bottoms mean something completely different.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> tops up, bottoms down. Because I don't trust motherfuckers that only wear T-shirts and then have no bottoms. Like, who goes top first? And I, I'm I'm a guy who puts on bottom. The, the, yeah, I put you, on shorts first. You don't because want to Winnie the Pooh? It? I don't want to win. I ain't Porky the Piggin, Winnie the pooh I'm not going to sit there with just a... You're covering up the wrong thing. You're covering up your titties? Why you got to cover up your...
1: your oh, you. oh bother? Oh, yeah. Piglet. Oh,
0: that's all I can do. I call it my Tigger. Uh, It's got a spring. Be very careful how you pronounce that word on YouTube. (laughs) Spring loaded, though. (laughs) I get happy when when the blue chew kicks in. Speaking of blue, I heard there's another Isaiah coming up. There is. Isaiah
1: Blue. Isaiah Blue. Shout out to Isaiah Blue. Shout out, man. man, So you want to know the fucked up thing? What's that? He was already in. If you look up there, He signed. Oh really? He was already here. I think he's up on my forehead or something like that. Um he did an hour and a half podcast like two weeks ago and yeah. the audio didn't record. Oh uh, damage. It ha- so um it was the day it was the same day as Josh Wolf. Oh, uh, did his record? Yes. Okay, so well, um, that's what matters. So no, I'm just kidding, Isaiah, it's cool. <laughs> so like last so like, I had Isaiah Blues set up like a month in advance. And yeah. then like two days before that, I got the offer for to have Josh Wolf come in the studio. So I was like, hey, I can have him come in that morning and we'll rearrange and stuff like that. Yeah. So I had to rearrange that in this entire studio to shoot it as just the couch only. You know, it was the first time like the, the main's not on this t- this table. You know what I mean? I'm just fully shooting this, the couch. So I moved all the cameras around. All, all the stuff was redesigned to, have, to accommodate Josh and his son. And then like an hour and a half later, I have Azia coming in. So I had to move it all the way around. And I guess we, in between that, something got unhooked and this just, just was not plugged into the PC. So it didn't capture any of the audio. It's a fucking silent film, and you could dub it. I could. You guys could dub it. Like have like. So <laughs> I've wanted to work with a footage because he wore a full fucking suit and sunglasses. You know. Yes. You,
0: know, like, you now you have to. That, that's your commercial. I know. You I want to.
1: I want to dub it as like a like a fucking action movie or something like that. Yes. Um. So the only other time that happened was I shot a back to back. I had Preston Lacey and Trash in here oh, for season that's, one. That's, that's a lineup. And same thing happened where the audio didn't record. And in both of their podcasts. Oh. And I was like, Trash had his full puppets, had like five puppets and everything, and they're all fucking silent. And I was like, we could turn this into a silent movie, and it'd be fucking funny. I was like, I have like two hours of Trash just doing this and stuff like that on a couch, and there's no audio. You could do whatever you want. You and can. I was telling him. I was had like, that grainy. Yeah. I was like, dude, we footage. can make this. We're going to be funny as fuck. yeah. He already came back in. He brought his barrel. Uh, He's going to be my season that one. That barrel room. has got stage presence. Let's, yes. Let's. Let's. Let's Dude. call it like how we see. Dude, it. when he, when when he was here, he was like, "I brought the barrel because apparently it's the star of the show now." Like, yeah. like he brought it up. Um, but his episode turned What's out great. Trash without barrel, yeah. Trash and barrel sounds trash like and barrel. A,
0: sounds like the lawsuit, like a law law firm of trash and barrel.
1: It sounds like the what they're gonna turn crate and Barrel into whenever it goes yeah. out of business. Fifty percent off. is trash and barrel. Trash and barrel. Cracker Barrel. Cracker What's barrel. the difference? Diabetes. Except for
0: better chicken fried steaks from trash. Yeah. But um. Oh yeah. Anyway, Isaiah Blue. My middle name is Isaiah Roan Lastly. That's why I keep going by my sign up. I say I always say Isaiah Roan Lastly. Everybody always messes up and or they say Rowan or something and or they just do skip my middle name altogether. Yeah. But Roan is actually a color. It's color of a bluish gray. Oh okay. And it's like a bluish gray because my, my old stage name is Kawahutse. Kawahutse. And that's Roan Horse, like a gray a gray horse. That's my my great great grandpa's name. Uh, was Was name was Kawahootse. He was Roan Horse, and he okay. was he was a prominent individual in our village and in our community. And I live in his house now, and like that, that house has been our family for five six generations. So, you know, I'm just embedded in in Oklahoma for. For general, for general yeah, yeah, we we all we were forced to move here, yeah, <laughs> since we were forced <laughs> to move here and all. It was a trail. It was. What I like about the uh, the the trail. It's kind of a sick joke, but here goes. I just love the what I like about the trail. Well, they had the Trail of Tears, you know, for yeah. the five civilized tribes, of
1: course. Yeah. And then the sequel tears for fears.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Later, tears with beers and, No, it's messed up But, okay They kicked, they said, hey We're gonna take all you guys We're gonna move you
1: all to Indian territory, Oklahoma I got one more And they go I got one more real quick Alright, go ahead I'm sorry Or as they called it in my high school Queers with tears mm. Yeah True story uh, When they
0: drove good trucks They were, treat- they were queers with gears oh! I said, Four Ri- by four, starring Richard Gere. Yeah, the Rich. Oh, Gerbil. Yeah, Gerbil News Network. Air. You, oh. you know the Richard Gere story, right? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. That's like the worst thing in Hollywood. Well, not worst, but the, but the problem with the Trail of Tears is
0: <laughs> they said we're going to move you to Indian Territory. They go, okay, but can we take our slaves with us? And they're like, <laughs> all right, y'all can take y'all slaves. Like, all right. So you got to think some of those people that were on the Trail of Tears didn't really have to carry their own stuff they they had slaves carry you know yeah all they probably had to do was ride on a wagon I mean it might have been tough too I mean you don't want to I mean a hard day's ride is still a hard day's ride yeah covering but, up with those blankets yes but you had every time you set up camp you're like um I need you guys to uh set up camp and uh while I sit here and leisurely you know
1: I just who do you think was making that fry bread yeah well, of course <laughs> Of course, you know it. I mean, any respectable, <laughs> civilized
0: tribe would obviously have slaves setting up camp for them every ten to twelve miles down the road. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, I-,
1: I didn't make I didn't make this stuff up, but you, they did. They brought.
0: They brought their slaves with them into the territory.
1: It's kind of like whenever I make a like dick-sucking joke or something like that or like a anti or just some kind of joke and I get a groan from the audience. Yeah. And I'm like, don't change don't groan at that. Groan at the fucking laws. <laughs> well, <it's, laughs> I'm just
0: I'm just telling you how history was. Yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to give it a comedic spin. There were people that brought their own slaves on the Trail of Tears. Here on Unloading Meat, we go yeah, by CRC, Cherokee it. Race yep. Theory. <laughs> Cherokee Race Theory? I don't, I, I got plenty of Salagi <laughs> we friends. Should make,
1: dude, we should make some t-shirts Cherokee Race Theory. We should. Good, that's good,
0: a, good gosh mighty.
1: That's know a fucking merchandising thing that would happen.
0: If we would have, if Osages would have known that we were going to be neighbors to Cherokees, we wouldn't have sold the United States government the land in the first place. No. <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. I'm part church.
0: I know you are. I see the tags. Yeah, yeah. You you rock, you, <laughs> yeah. you rocking the tags, man.
1: Hey, it's cheap, man.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Uh, People like tribal well, Tag. Like when they go, I don't know. I don't think you could afford the tag. I'm like, well, I, I know. Like it's two thousand dollars for the tag. I said, yeah, for the state. I said, I go to the tribal ta- tribal office right now. Sixty bucks. Yeah. So don't give me that. I, yeah. And I got my it own tag. Yeah. ever
1: since That was the best thing that ever happened to the tribals is COVID. Oh, yeah. Like that forced them to actually integrate into technology. <laughs> it really did. Because I, I don't remember if you remember like getting your tag renewed before COVID. It was like, hey, you better get there at like 6 a.m. and wait in line for a while. Dang. Is, is that me? What got you to like, go to Telequal uh, for uh, that? Uh, I would. Eventually, they have them in Collinsville now. Oh. But like, yeah, there's a Collinsville tag agency and – uh You'd have to get there, like, right before they open and just wait in line. And then they take an hour break for lunch. Good and it's, like, gosh. one you or two to ladies. You spend... all day. You, you, you had, had been to spend all, day. all day in Collinsville? Yeah. It's right next to a Sonic. That's, like, the big thing in Collinsville. There's a Sonic, and then there's the Cherokee tag agency right next to it. Uh, but now, with COVID, they weren't letting people come in, so they just started doing it online. You can get your tag renewed online. You just pay it 75 bucks or whatever. It was, oh, like, 60 bucks. Pay
0: your Schmeckles?
1: Yeah, Schmeckles. I love Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: Now, is Justin Roiland... Okay, I love... Okay, I'm glad you brought Justin Roiland we
1: we, we brought up a lady with a black eye earlier, so, you know... Well, I mean, um, to be fair, like, so there was somebody... I can't remember who, I'm not going to out him, but there was somebody that had some Justin Roiland jokes last week, I heard, uh, because he got canceled because of the whole shit. Yeah. Um, All the charges got dropped. Um, It was coming out that, like, there was some false shit. Like, I'm not... And again, I'm not victim-shaming or anything like that. I'm not saying... I don't know the story, but apparently everything got dropped and he's getting basically uncancelled or whatever they're trying to bring him back like cuz like it was at the height of his game just came out yeah like i remember i don't remember the name but like he made squanch games this new production company he had like four different shows one on a couple on hulu and on adult swim and stuff like that like i got shit to lose yeah. if if i'm and at the accurate. height of that like a month into his game coming out he gets canceled with his fucking accusations and it was like if you read into it it was like charges that had been or, like something that happened like prior to that yeah that you know but again it, all of it got dropped like a month ago like everything got dropped and now is he he's the voice of rick right he's the voice of rick morty he, and pretty much every background oh character. shit so he's like he's the both. show he's, yeah. and and solar opposites too solar opposites yeah uh i love solar opposites I I look I at the wall
0: too, a, the wall story in and solar you know the i've not watched it oh shit all right
1: I have played, uh, then I will, I will say. I no played, more. uh, Trover's Universe. Trover saves the universe. It's a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they did the Rick and Morty VR game and it was, eh. um, I always got like five seconds into I was talking about. But Trover saves the universe this is an original story and it's a VR game that you can also play it like on PS4 or something now and you can play it with a controller. It is one of the funniest fucking games you'll ever see in your life. And it's like the plot is some, like some alien stole this dude's dogs and he uses them for his eyeballs. And, you're a couch guy and you have to just like go around fighting people. What? It's weird, but it's it's him just voicing everybody in the whole fucking game. Oh, it's fucking funny as hell. Squanch games. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, he <laughs> made that next game and it's supposed to be really good and then he got canceled. And, you know, Rick and Morty has like seven seasons or something like that. They have committed to, to Cartoon Network. My dad throws out
0: random squanches like just throughout the day. Like, what's, squanch? Your, squ- Yo, what's your squanch? Yeah. What you squanching there or what you got to. <laughs> Yeah, like just something like <laughs> I like your
1: squanch. I have, a, <laughs> I have a bird person magnet on my fucking porch. Oh yeah. I'm a big Rick and Morty guy. Like, Phoenix person. No. Phoenix person he, he's yeah. PP. Well, no, he's back to bird person. Oh, is he yeah. what? He's back to bird person. That's right.
0: He went and he, he went into his mind like Dude, that was a trippy episode.
1: Who thinks of shit like
0: this? You know what? Okay. Since we're in a Rick and Morty yeah. multi, okay, have you seen Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania? Yes, I just watched it this week. Okay. I enjoyed it. I you know, I enjoyed it too. But I have one question. If you shrink down to a subatomic quantified realm, and you shrink down to the size that is actually smaller than like oxygen and hydrogen and all these different atoms, would there be a whole different periodic table in that subatomic quantified realm? Yes, probably. Like
1: it wouldn't be there'd be elements and atoms that we couldn't even possibly fathom well you can tell by all the alien creatures and stuff like that all over there it's so yeah. like what i also do is like but they're basically saying it's like they're going so small they're basically into a pocket dimension slash multiple they're ending they're in the quantum multiverse yeah they're going to a pocket dimension and coming out like basically like that because remember when he got trapped in it it was like time travel for him mm-hmm. He can come in and out wherever he wanted so like you know with the marvel lingo way like we needed to get plot a to plot b you know everything works like you so when the snap happened like now, did all life in the universe? Is it just
0: that universe, or is it in a quantified level that every so that
1: everything disappeared in that because it's magic, and you know <laughs> with the gems and stuff like that. From what I have understood, it was all life in the known universe. Like everything in that like that whole thing was fifty percent. Yeah, because it was just you just said half. It was like just everything so, cut in half.
0: So that that includes like bacteria, microscopic level yeah. uh,
1: organisms, and. Yeah, everything. Every, every like say, Well, I think it was like sentient life. Okay, is that is is that? I don't think it count like plants or anything like, like that. Like, like plankton, possibly. Like, like
0: like say half the plankton left on the planet, just I mean, gone. Probably, but then yeah. half the fish are gone too, yeah. and half everything's gone. Half yeah. of it's just.
1: Well, you saw in like Endgame when they showed like the world, like there's like. It was just des- like destroyed. Like basically, like, no, there's no garbage delivery. Like the stadiums were emptied and destroyed. Like, but, like the whole world. Like even like the season stuff are just desolate. Like it's just like, well, everybody
0: turned into ash at once. Yeah. Wouldn't that like cover up like the atmosphere with?
1: It was uh, pretty dark. With
0: three point five or four billion, four billion souls plus animals and everything else just poof, turning into dust. Wouldn't that cover up? In that the would, wind? The, the wind, like in the sun. It would be like
1: like the climate would change and shit like that from, man. It's... I mean, if you remember game though, when after the snap, that entire movie, when they go, like when Paul Rudd's going through like San Francisco and even when the Avengers game and stuff, it's all dark. Even mm-hmm. Tony Stark's cabin, it's all pretty dark. But well, maybe there is something to do with that. A little taste to everybody. Yeah.
0: Mm, it Imagine like... you're going, you're taking out the trash. And as soon as you take out the trash, boom, you get snapped. All of a sudden you're back. It's five years later. You go inside your house. Your brother is now married to your wife and is raising your kids. And well, shit. it's like
1: uh you watched WandaVision, right? Yes. Remember Monica Rambeau when mm-hmm. she got snapped and came back? Or fucking uh what's her name? Uh Black Widow's sister, um, Yelena. How she got snapped and came back. Like that was pretty fucked up. Like WandaVision, uh, Veronica Rambeau's mom died. Remember she was getting treated for cancer? Oh, yeah and then she snapped and came back and she relapsed and already died and yeah. she missed that entire part yeah the whole snap like if, yeah. you were, if you were like hey baby I'm gonna go take out the trash and you got snapped and like all of a sudden you come back how many home invaders were arrested that day for just appearing back in places that they oh, were their home? Sh- yeah how many people were shot yeah I mean just after the snap part of the Sokovia records they and re- then, then they revoked, came the crackle they, they revoked the make my day loss yeah <laughs> The snap, then the crackle, and then the pop happened. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, what are you doing in here? Pff. You're in the wrong bathroom. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Imagine, like, you were, you're were you taking a shit. All of a sudden, the man pops up in your shower I'm that just was already say, naked I'm not, showering I'm during the saying, snap. I'm just
1: saying, five years is a long time for any society to miss. And, uh, you know, five years ago, we didn't even have, like, trans people out that as much. So I'm just saying, imagine that snap. Oh shit
0: Like come back And everybody's <laughs> There's a There's a couple of letters Joined in the <laughs> There's a couple more The alphabet of the <laughs> The LGBTQ Hip hop and R&B community Like <laughs> See that... I, I think there's There's a total There's a total market For, for gay rapping yeah. And gay hip hop and R&B Why isn't there somebody Capitalizing well, I mean there's little, on, on little g- on, X uh, Yeah I, I guess I think he's faking it No <laughs> You know, you got you got to have a leg up in something. Yeah. But, Like, I mean, there ain't nobody doing gay, gay hip hop and R and B. Like,
1: yeah. uh, uh, it's kind of like a... uh, <laughs> I'm a big Norm McDonald fan. Yeah. Uh, I love Norm. His one of his comedy albums. He has the Legend of Tex Hooper. <laughs> I highly recommend you listen to this. It's a, so Norm has an entire CD, a comedy album, and it's basically like just different skits. It's like SNL skits, but they're audio only. Yeah. Um, and this one's called Tex Hooper and it's him. And do you remember who uh, uh, Artie Lang is? Mm-hmm. It's him and Norm and they're basically production guys in a sound booth. And they're going to record this legendary country singer Tex Hooper coming back after yeah. 25 years to record a new album. And they put all their money into this and everything. And as he sings it, the lyrics get more and more gay. And, like, there's songs that, like, Stop Living the Lie and stuff like that. And they're going to, pre- pre- like, premiere this at the Country Music Awards. <laughs> and it gets funnier. And it's, like, 14 minutes. And he starts, like, eating manholes and stuff like that. He's, like, he gets really, really dark. But it's fucking hilarious. You know, okay, we've had this Bud
0: Light craze for yeah. the past. For, for the whole spring. Yeah. For spring, we've had Bud Light craze. Yeah.
1: Fuck Kid Rock. I, I am I am just disappointed. Ball went to ball.
0: I am disappointed in every comedian around. Because nobody has once said Bud Light in the loafers. Not once. Nobody's even brought it up once. It's
1: I, I'm ashamed. I, I don't I, know. know. Like, I, <laughs> I have one Bud Light joke, and my only joke I have in my set is basically like, when it rains outside, I say, some of you women need to watch your makeup, because when it runs, it makes it look like Kid Rock's going to reload.
0: <laughs> well, obviously, oh, uh, what, what, what's, what's her name? The uh,
1: spokesman? Yeah, is it? I don't know. I don't know her name. I uh, I don't remember her name. Well, name. anyway, the
0: spokes lady for uh, spokesperson for Bud Light. Obviously, she wouldn't do Natural Light. Like that would be that'd be the wrong beer because
1: that's pure. <laughs> well, see, and she wasn't really even a spokesperson. That's the whole thing. It's like she wasn't even a spokesperson. Really, was, she, was it like a celebr? I don't know. Like- so like, so like the whole thing that's even funnier about this is like, so Bud Light did a pro- does a promotional thing where like when like. When uh, transenders or people like that hit milestones like that, they'll send them custom cans, like when an Olympic team. Oh, like, they send them like a custom can, like hey, congratulations, kind of thing. It's like a special one, one off kind of thing. And this person transitioned, mm-hmm. and they did like a TikTok thing or something like that, where like uh, a whole year learning like, my one year as a woman or something like that, and they hit a milestone of a year or something like that. And, you know, they're famous. they got millions of followers. So Bud Light was like, here's a custom congr- congratulations can. And then she took a post, like a, did a little thing of like, thanks, Bud Light. Did like a little quick video of it like that. That was it. <laughs> and then that got blew out of proportion. That turned into Bud Light is trying to turn everybody trans and everything like that. And well, like, now,
0: like, now I got to look. I got to go back in time here for Bud Light. Back in the early 90s, they had commercials. Ladies night, women drink food. Women's gets Bud Light. Yeah. And they had a commercial of a bunch of dudes dressing up in women's clothes. Yeah, I kind of remember. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we're here for the Bud Light. Yeah. And so like, this ain't nothing new. No. And like they had they had like two or three commercials of these lady ladies' nights yeah. of Bud Light. Like That's like when you see the picture of Kid Rock hanging out with RuPaul. Because like, yeah, if you if you remember the Bud Light commercials, there was a guy who was like, Are you so and so? And he goes, Yes, I am. And he got to ride in limos and got to go to yeah. do all this cool stuff with free Bud Light. Yeah. And then, like, at the end of one of those ladies' night commercials, I go, who's that lady? And she was, like, the pool champion. And he turns around and goes, are you the champion? He's like, yes, I am. like So, like, yeah. Bud Light has already had men dressed up in women's yeah. clothes. It's nothing new. Yeah. But no Bud Light and loafers. I just. Yeah. I wanted that one,
1: and we're back with the one and only Isaiah. Lastly, Isaiah, thank you so much for coming on Unloading Meat, man. It's been an awesome, honor to have you on here, man.
0: Jared, the pleasure is all mine. Oh, of course. We're going full Godfather with this. Yeah, I was, uh, was honored to be a guest in this.
1: Uh, I made you an offer you couldn't refuse. Uh,
0: tonight, tonight they sleep with the fishes. Uh, the fish sticks. Uh,
1: anyway, Gay yes. fish. <laughs> Kanye.
0: Oh yeah. You got to hit the hot ah! <laughs> fish sticks. Gay fish. Gay. <laughs> yeah. The gayest fish.
1: Yeah. Uh, Isaiah, my friend, where can people find you?
0: Okay. Where can people find us? Uh, Instagram at Toke Signals, Tok Signals podcast. Um, Spotify, anywhere you get, uh, streaming, we're not on audible yet, but like, uh, Apple podcasts, uh, Google, Spotify, um, uh well, we, we might have some videos posted on YouTube. Preacher and the Creature. Nice look up look up that channel. Um let's see where to find us. Uh uh Open Mics during the week. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know. Shout out to Hunt Club with Zach Amon. Oh,
0: Zach Amon. He does some magic when I do I get on the cause the mics mess up every time I try to every time I try to say something to Zach or something. Re- have a punchline for him? It just like he must have a button in his pocket or something. I know he does. He's like that's some like Bruce Wayne shit. Amen's not his
1: last name; it's Custer. Yep. <laughs> so he anyway. makes the best pies though. Yeah. Best
0: cream pies of Custer, of course. You know.
1: Oh yeah, cre- cream pies is my search history
0: for something else. Um, um, well, everybody likes a little Debbie every now and then. <laughs> 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 Thousand Smiles, remember and, that. And, uh, Debbie uh, that Debbie does Dallas. Uh, yeah. So Toke Signals, yes. Uh, <laughs> anywhere you can, you can stream podcasts, Toke
1: Signals podcast. Uh, we usually have episodes every Monday and every Friday. Nice. Um, and if somebody wanted to book you for comedy, where could they find you? Uh, Toke Signals. <laughs> we're, we're, we're,
0: we're. I I don't really have an Instagram. I had one, but then I I erased it, and I or I, I lost my password, <laughs> and I I like to fuck it. I'm not going to get it back. Yeah. So. The way it goes but yeah toke signals on instagram we we answered everything okay. messages or whatever um and facebook too i'm in charge of instagram my co-host is a facebook is facebook toke signals i'm instagram toke and he's like tiktok too and i don't know anything about tiktok so <laughs> Well, man, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate it, Jared. I appreciate your time. Appreciate you having me on here. No problem, man. This and is I, a nice setup. I love it.
1: Thank you, man. And if you guys ever want me on, I'd love to be a like, guest on you guys sometime. Oh,
0: you'll be as it'll be like the complete opposite of this. <laughs> it's like
1: the most low tech of low tech, dude. Like, I just want to have fun. All right, you know that's, I mean? that's all we have. Yeah. that's all we do. Well, man, thank you for coming on, guys. This has been Unloading Meat. He's Isaiah Lastly. I'm Jared Ralphie Allen and Obese. Take <laughs> care. Loading the meat, I'm loading the meat,
0: I'm loading the meat, I'm loading the meat, I'm loading what it means, it is, what it is, what it is. Bye, have a great time.